Hello, hello. Hey. Hey. Hello. Hello, everyone. Um, what? What? I, I have to make announcements before we get started. Uh, Joy Amy has. Sadly, no, no. I'm here beyond the grave. She's gone to join Takaj. <laughs> uh, Joyami has had uh, coronavirus, uh, so she has uh, been in bed for a week. And, I look like uh, shite. I only put a bra on for the first time in a week today, so basically I look like shite. <laughs> Me too. Good for you, because when I had it, I, I think it was a month before I put one on. Yeah, but you don't really. Yours are a lot smaller yeah, than mine. <laughs> Welcome to Roll the Damn Dice. <laughs> we've already we've already passed the Bechdel test. What well on, gang? <laughs> <laughs> Straight in there. You ladies talk about the boobs. <laughs> While all the men are like, am I allowed to make a joke? Probably just stay quiet. Stay quiet. <laughs> Steven, Steven's the only one that can get away with it. <laughs> Look to Steven. <laughs> and um yeah, so um and the uh for those of you who've uh, you know following us for a while, the uh the gang leveled up. Yes. Um, between the two episodes, um, I was um, petitioned by Stephen, a, a, a gang led by Stephen, uh, that he felt they'd had enough um, trauma. <laughs> I think Stephen less politically motivated about gay rights than he was about. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> uh, so, uh, for story purposes, um, you're gonna have a. You've had. You're gonna. You're gonna start this episode, and you've had a nice long, deep sleep, and just all of those experiences. Somehow, your deities or your demons or your whatever is the thing within you that makes you a hero. <laughs> um, suddenly, you feel new skills, but bursting through new spells come to mind in beautiful or terrifying dreams there you go that's beautiful isn't it? that's a good there start go. good, good. Yeah. Um, uh, do you want to um does who oh i was gonna say who wants to recap you don't get a choice <laughs> let's roll some damn dice shall we oh, can everyone oh, roll the d20 and let's see who's gonna do the recap oh I man do, do, do. fuck you, Yes. All right. So you have to, guys. Don't forget, we have to tell people what we're rolling. All right. Um, I rolled a. We know. We know that Moa's rolled highest. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Good. So Stephen got a five. Someone get that twenty, please. Nice, everyone, Moa. All done. I've rolled a million times because I couldn't get my thing to work, and they kept (laughs) mashing the button like some old lady. Um, (laughs) The first roll was a twelve. And each time she did not beat Moa. <laughs> Moa tri- tried to trick us all by rolling a D10 initially. So Stephen wrote this. I I feel like we're all in a silly mood tonight. This is going to be an interesting session. Uh, Stephen rolled a five. Uh, Joy Amy rolled a twelve initially. Connor rolled an eight. And I can't. Did Luke roll? Did you feel like I you didn't could roll. bow out? But you weren't here last week. Yeah, I, I, I've done my zip through catch up through the week, but I'll, I'll leave the honours to Mara. I, 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 I wouldn't <laughs> want to take that away. Mara rolled a lovely nineteen. So Mara, give us a recap. We want to. Where do you want to go from? 
I literally said to everyone before we started streaming that I hadn't... I, I, the notes I took are... I took 22 damage, um, and then I took 7 damage, <laughs> and then I wrote, an, I wrote a name and the number 97. That's it. <laughs> who, so, who thought, who thought Moa's recap would be relatively Moa-centred? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Come on, so, Moa, you can remember. There, there are these guys, and they <laughs> are in the pub. And... Are you going from the beginning? Okay. <laughs> Wow, we're going to be here a long time. God, no. I do, like, if this is a more recap, then we definitely can only do last session. So if I'm doing the whole thing, well, this will take two hours. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw Tony put in the comment that Congo's a sleep paralysis demon, and that really tickled me. Because <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Is that the recap? That's, that's it. <laughs> that's the recap. <laughs> I'm so everyone knows where we're at. Let's say yeah. hello before we start the recap. Oh yeah, sorry. I well, I thought we'd dive straight in. I feel like everyone we're like because we're now like famous, basically. Yeah, sure. People will know who we are, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so, yeah. we need to show off. I mean, this is what oh, we live for. We need the validation oh, call. Okay, uh, so in alphabetical order of your surnames, introduce yourself. Oh. <laughs> it's me well, first. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, uh, you want me? Took me ages to work out. Uh, oh, no, oh, you think you're fine. Oh, you can go first because I you're newly an Avery. I am now an Avery, and therefore I can go first. And my first name is before yours, Paul. So I think you're fine. Yes. Until who's taken a register before? <laughs> yes, I, I have. I've taught classes before. Can you tell? <laughs> Hello, I'm Joy Amy. I am slightly delirious because I'm on many legal drugs and, <laughs> and slightly delirious from fever. But I am playing your blue dragonborn paladin, Carouser Morn, who is amazing and you should always listen to. That is my amusing anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> You really pushed for this, Joy. I mean, I'm really blew it. <laughs> really fucked, <laughs> man. Uh, it's, wow. it's, it's, it's morning, actually, Paul. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute all-time favourite joke from the podcast. Can someone clip that on Twitch, please? Absolutely love that. I feel like you must have had that brewing. I feel like you've been thinking about that for a few weeks. That just came to you. I'll say, I'll say yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm yeah. Paul. I am the. I'm Paul Avery. I'm married to Joemi. I'm the uh, dungeon master. I feel like having slagged off Joemi. I'm under pressure to be real entertaining, but that ain't gonna happen. Uh, yeah, I'm DMing. Uh, we're gonna have a nice, a nice, fairly uh, down, a fairly chill sesh tonight. Hmm. Who's yeah, next? That's what you think. Yeah. Me, I think. Yeah, H. Connor. Yeah, C would be nice. I'd no, it's surname. Surname yeah, H. Connor. Oregon, yeah. <laughs> Connor. Connor, Connor, Connor. I'm like a Stan Lee character. Connor C. Connorson. <laughs> I genuinely think we should push the restart button and start again. Sure, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
just the three season one start again. Was Nat the glue holding us together? Right, I'm Connor. I'm playing Grongle. He's a disgusting little goblin cleric. If you haven't figured it out by now, I'm really sorry. I, I can't help you there. Um, and I was the intelligent life that NASA was trying to find and then just immediately stopped afterwards. Like, <laughs> this is not getting explored anymore. Fair. Noah? That's it. That's my name. Well done. Hello, my name is Moa. I am playing Blue. And I am... Half human, half flea buffet. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have tasty blood. Apparently located in my feet. <laughs> Anything it. about your character. Anything oh, about your character. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I thought we were doing any anecdotes about ourselves. Um, no, Blue is... Um, she's a lady that fights. And she's badass. And she sounds... Oh, I had it. There it is. No. Yes. Usually uh, Irish? Yes. Yeah, no, she's not Irish. Irish. Can I just point out? There's she isn't Irish. No, she's There's no Ireland. Ireland. There is no, no Ireland. Ireland. No, there so is no Ireland. But whatever that accent you're doing is, is fine. Uh, well, yes, I know. It sounds really similar to Irish. It sounds similar to Irish, but it's not. But Irish people parts. can't get upset because no. there is no Ireland in... No. Oh, okay. And Connor, Connor, Connor's our representative of the Emerald Isle, so it's fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'll take no, it. No, she's from the Grey Lakes. The Grey Lakes, this is what they sound like in the, in the Grey Lakes. Anyway, this went off way, way too long. Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's next? Uh, uh, yeah, me, Luke. So I'm playing Ratsnake, the second of our gross little critters, um, of a deep gnome <laughs> wizard who despite just leveling up, um, still has 80% of his spell sheet dedicated to buffing zombies. Not the, not the <laughs> other players, not the other players. His, his pride and joy, his zombies. And uh, that, that's me done. Concise, I like it. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Awesome. And last, but by no means least. Oh, hi, <laughs> I'm Steven. I'm playing Rothgon, the sorcerer warlock. He may not be dry, but at least he's alive. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I wish you could see Matt's face right now. Rain on me. We have a very sad looking sound wizard. <laughs> and he controls the sound, Matt. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, right. So, Moa, you've given, you've stalled. Yeah, now it's cool. recap time, baby. Cool. Um, so there's this bunch of people. We have um, just we just defeated um, Jenny, who was the um, who we think was some sort of genie controlled by the Seven. The Seven are these guys who were trying to turn us into like team that's going to fight for them, and. Um, we're trying to get out of this cave situation building, um, but Toka, and in doing so, because our DM decided to make it some sort of like maze of room to find little pieces of paper. Um, I mean, well, I know you're new to Dungeons and Dragons, but that kind of is what Dungeons, <laughs> that's the Dungeons bit. 
<laughs> Tick. Sure. Um, <laughs> just, just like, like I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to be narrative, and I'm having narrative no, panic. Okay, so don't interrupt like. me. That's uh, good. Uh, Tokaj, we all we all split up into different rooms, um, and Tokaj goes off on his own, uh, which was a really good idea because then he faced a um, a chain demon. Um, we all came to his uh, to attempt to rescue, but sadly, we were not in time. Um, and uh, Matt just gave a little shrug at the sadly part. Um, <laughs> so our our favorite little dragon rat um, is no more, and we all mourned appropriately. Uh, then we left. Uh, uh, and it, as his body burned, <laughs> um, hello. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we went upstairs, and we went into another little room. And Blue um, used pitons, which more I definitely knew what pitons were, uh, to climb up a wall. And then we realised that we all had mage hands, so we used mage hand instead. Um, and then we got the piece of paper, and it had the numbers on. We got the right number to, that was turning the store to get out. And then we went on an elevator of death, um, um, which was powered by lava. And we came out and um, I uh, backtracking, back various people were faced with fears that they experienced. Um, um, and then, oh yeah, and then we got, we were in a, we were in a warehouse and then a toad lady appeared who is, um, connected to Blue, um, and Blue, uh, sort of like knows her and is quite deferential to her. And then she like led us out of the warehouse and now we're having a rest in the underground Overground Wombelin free. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we're going to meet some Wombles, and and it's going to be a great time. That was a shit recap. I am so sorry. I literally I left my computer, work. went outside to stop the dog from barking at the neighbor's cat, came back, and you were still recapping. <laughs> I'm so glad that I rolled low every time we've done this because I just know I'm gonna miss stuff out. We and... love you. But but miss stuff out while still rambling. Doing the longest possible <laughs> recap, but not recapping anything. Have you not met me yet. <laughs> so so twenty minutes. 20 minutes in, let's get started, shall we, gang? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, you uh, last sort of, uh, you've sort of had this quite extended period of, like, fight, sort of, you, you, basically you've gone from one big fight to the next with very little rest, or you've, you've the DM's been kind and given you just enough to sort of get through, well, <laughs> for almost all of you to get through, Um and uh yeah so now you've um uh yes rana kane uh this uh badass toad lady sort of led you through the streets and into the undercity of the plug hole um which is this sort of vast warren of um of caves and debris and and where <clears throat> lots of people are sort of eking out a life um below the city streets 
and sort of reasonably outside of the control of the seven uh she brought you to a uh, through a small bar and into a room um where you've all been able to have um a good night's sleep if you wanted it and um yeah so uh you yes it's, it's sort of it's it's the morning although in the undercity there's no there's no difference it's always twilight in the undercity so um yep you wake up um or, or or maybe you didn't wake up if you didn't sleep last night um so do you want to just sort of tell us what you're doing what you want to do um there is a big um there are um buckets of this sort of um small sort of tin baths of warm of hot water have been sort of brought into the room as well for you that have been given to us before we went to bed no, it's been brought. You sort of, it's been brought in in the morning. It's sort of what's woken you up. Some little, uh, some little halflings have brought you in some big, sort of metal baths of hot water. Um, when this is brought, sorry, it's just a very quick. Uh, yeah. When when Morn has brought her bath water, um, she will. Give... Oh, there's only three. Oh, okay. Uh, you don't have one each. You don't have one each. Okay. The first time Morn sees somebody uh, in the morning, she asks them to take. Um, the uh, pile of armor um, that they picked up in um, the house that Jack built. Um, <laughs> go and take it to Blue. My friend, okay. she may she may want to wear this today, so if you could give this to her so that she can get changed. I mean, Otherwise, you're in, she will have you're, to... you're in the same room, so you're in a hall. It's like a quiet, it's not a big I room. I stand by what it's, I say. I stand by <laughs> what I say. I give it to little person. I say, that is my friend Blue. She may want to change. I don't know about her to have to change twice. Um, if you could give it to her. Um, so, the, so the halfling takes the armor from you, and uh, right, uh, he stood between you and Blue. Basically, Blue's on the yeah, very next yeah. bed. <laughs> and uh, he says, um, "This uh, this armor's for you. The lady said I had to pass it to you. I don't know why she didn't pass it directly to you. So you could wear this today." The lady says, "Are you a lady?" The the the. <laughs> So he asks you. Um, and thank you for not assuming my pronouns. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I normally do assume pronouns <laughs> due to the fact we're in a fantasy realm in the in the past, where uh, really the the rights issues are much worse than they are in your day. Um, <laughs> imagining you're being controlled by people in the future. Thirtieth uh, <laughs> <laughs> level, no. Oh god. <laughs> meta upon meta upon meta. Uh, <laughs> Um, whilst, all this, whilst all the chatting and um, conversations going on, you'll just hear a, like a groan from the cot that Rothgon was sleeping in, and he's like, "The next person to make a noise, I will wear your skin to your funeral." Can I stand with Tej and shout mourning? <laughs> <laughs> morning, sleepy. <laughs> like. Yeah. So Rothkorn just kind of like starts to turn, sit up, and he's got a bottle that kind of spills out from the bed where he was. Um, it's now empty. What was it, Paul? It was. It. I mean, it wasn't anything you've ever drunk before. It was some sort of homebrew. I mean, what you the hospitality, the, the drink, the wink bourbon you experienced mm -hmm. in um, 
Gary Briel's bar was many in comparison. Yeah, this was <laughs> this was brewed in one of these bathtubs. You suspect, right? Roth gone drank the whole bottle. Um, <laughs> he spent. He spent. He didn't sleep well, um, and he um, was going through. Whilst everyone else was um, sleeping, or he assumed they were sleeping, um, he was going through the book, his book. Um, and there's many different things in the book, um, but he was looking at the back section of the book, which is where he's recorded people's names for various purposes, um, mostly in um, essence to be used um, for demonic purposes. And he's just hopefully um, lightly burning up each page that has somebody's name on it. Um, and he gets to the last page where he sees Ratsnick's name and then a little cross badly scribbled underneath um, and just sits there and looks at the two names and he burns up that page so those two are free from whatever demonic intent <laughs> Rothgon originally had for them whilst Aww. heavily working through this bottle of and the cross was top harsh, wasn't it? Talk, the cross the was cross top harsh, yeah Aww. Ooh, that sounds like feelings. Very unwell. So are we saying Rothgon's are you are we saying Rothgon's had a long rest while his I mean it's um, been downtime. He's, he, been he's, he's had he's had downtime, so therefore like I, I I guess he's recovered um like abilities, but he's not feeling great, I would say. He's he's had a rough night of drinking whatever that was and just reflecting and on and off sleep. You know when um you're you're stressed and you keep having that broken sleep throughout the night thing and um you, you think you've nodded off then an hour later you're awake again it's that kind of thing he's been going through so yeah i wouldn't say it's been a full rest yeah i don't imagine it's because he was quite um it quite affected him the vision he saw of the of the lady being turned into a demon by M M Mephistopheles. Yeah, it definitely it definitely hit home with him to something that he was trying to avoid and not take any um, responsibility or accountability for. Hence, why he was like hanging out around with these guys. Um, but there was also like stuff leading up to that point where he's been sort of leaning more away from his demonic purposes, if you will. So yeah, but he's 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 he's, he's thinking through all this stuff with the help of alcohol, which doesn't help. So how? <laughs> I mean, has he been drinking all night? Would you say he's drunk or is he hungover? Hungover. Okay. Hungover, um, hence the um, threatening to wear people's skin if they keep talking. <laughs> let's give you a... Um, let's give you a minus two to all ability checks. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, go <Aww>. in. Oh. <laughs> Okay, fair. Is, is, is minus two OP? No, let's do it. Let's see what happens. No, I think, yeah, let's see what happens. We can't. Um, be fun. Until, until, <laughs> until there's something that really snaps. If there's, there might, if something happens that really snaps you out of it, then we'll... Yeah, that, that force kind of adrenaline sober up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, alcohol bad. Craig's good. <laughs> yeah, Gongle, have you got any more of those pills left? Gongle's <laughs> still like. Freud is up, man. Gongle had all of the tactics. Yeah, so what's Gongle doing? Uh, I mean, screaming in Rothgun's ears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does the room look like? What, what is the. Um, what, what, what are we in? Where are we at? 
who's so you're, in, you're basically in a uh, small wooden um, room, which is so it. It's a bunkhouse, effectively. Mm. Um, it's got um, sort of uh, six um, wooden beds that have got a sort of a straw mattress. I mean, um, yeah, they're there. I mean, Morn probably didn't have a great night's sleep. There's no way she fit into this. Look, look mate, Morn, Morn can sleep anywhere. Like, <laughs> she, she could make like a little hole in the ground during trench warfare and have a nice little cozy kip in it. Genuinely, she could sleep. I anywhere. get the vibe that Morn's the kind of girl that could fall asleep in a nightclub, not because she's drunk, but just because <laughs> yes. like she's just tired and bored. So with oh all my this, god! Like, like music blaring, she's like, I go sleep now. I, I used to, <laughs> I used to do that all the time. I used to have like a ten-minute sleepy time, like a disco nap. In the club. In the club, I'd find a like a corner booth, fall asleep for ten minutes, wake up, and then like carry on going. Francis used to do it as well. <laughs> That's the best story ever. So yeah, it's just it's it's got no windows. There's mm-hmm. the one door that you came in by. The beds like facing each other, like three and three. Yeah, sort of. three yeah. down each side, facing into the middle of the room, and then they've brought these three big um, metal baths. I mean, if you imagine one of those old old-fashioned metal bath type of things, that's what they brought in. Three of them with some Dokey. basic cups to wash yourself in. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so he would have just—he he probably would have just like slept that that night. He was—he was pretty tucked out with his little um, little socks. I don't think he has socks. Probably. His little dobby rag. Certainly not cotton. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> silk. He's a man of refinement and taste. <laughs> and they're definitely stolen. Um, yeah. Uh, so he probably just conked out, to be honest, after he stole his little thing. He was, he was running on adrenaline and drugs. <laughs> so I wonder if he's in a similar situation, actually, as, as Rothgar. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, cool. Okay, and what's, um, what's Ratsnick? Uh, I, I, I'm going to say Thrasher and Grace are sort of stood basically at one end of the room. Yeah, so what we've got is um, over the past sort of hour... Um, Gerald, um, Grace and Thrasher have started wandering, um, sort of like staring blankly at some of the party and then sort of, yeah, just milling around. So when Ratsnick wakes up, he's going to be offended by the baths to start with. Um, and completely ignore that and sort of peel himself off the bed, um, and then he's just going to start scrambling all over the place, um, trying to like get hold of the three zombies um, and pull them all together. He's like, um, he goes, uh, it's a group hug. It's a, I need to do this. And he sort of tries to hug around all of them. And he's like, pep talk. Mine. <laughs> and with that, he casts animate dead to keep control of them again. Um, so yeah, as, as he goes, mine, this like green, um, fog just spills out of his mouth and just wraps around all the zombies. Um, and then he's going to try and... Memory loss. Has he still got his chair? Uh, do I have the chair? I have two important things. One, this is the first session in any D&D game I've ever used a notebook. My very first <laughs> note, <laughs> Stephen, wow. in my notebook of D&D is Stephen Roast Matt in the intros. Um, but... <laughs> 
um, yeah, does he still have his other other point of um, interest? Does he still have his chair? I missed on. No, I'm gonna say it, it's got lost in, yeah. in there because you had to sort of race across the city to get. That's yeah, fine. He's gonna. Lost, um, I mean, he's gonna give Thrasher a bit of an easier time. Thrasher's just been turning him around for a while, um, and yeah, I mean, he's he's gonna completely ignore his appearance, and in whatever way possible, he's going to try and like fix and adjust the zombies' clothes, like straightening their like t-shirts and the sleeves, and <laughs> making sure the trousers are pulled all the way up, type thing. Um, not anything to himself. Um, and then he's going to just sort of go sit back on the bed and just sort of beckon them over to him when he's all done. Uh, and yeah, he's just going to be there waiting to see what's going to happen next. And what's there? Uh, what's Blue? Um, Blue will... Well, she, she will have... Before going to bed, she will have done her best to have cleaned herself up, but they were covered in blood still um, from Rothgon's um, reign of terror, literally. And... <laughs> Um, so she's gonna, well, she will, I don't know which order the, would she have had a bath before Morn presented her with the, with the, um, armor, but I mean, she wouldn't have got, had a full bath. She would have washed her hair. She would have like got the worst of it out, cleaned her face, sort of cleaned herself as best as she could, um, and made sure all of her weaponry was, was clean, um. And I reckon she would have been sat on her bed sharpening her nut, her sword, her rapier, as Morn presented her with um, this armor. And via the halfling is um, just kind of going to look down, look at the halfling, and sort of say, "Oh well, thank you. Can you tell you tell Morn, thank you," um, uh, in her own little witty witticism. Um, Turns to Morn and says. He turns to me and says, thank you. Thank you, she says, thank you. You, you have done a very good job, little halfling. Um, and Morn is going to climb into the tub. Uh, Morn um, would have cleaned her armour the night before, uh, using her tongue. Because, um, you know... <laughs> what? She's a dragon. You laugh, but she's a dragon. Yeah. Yes, it's, my, it's my magical plasma vomit blood you've been cleaning off that's days old. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> she likes party rings. She's not picky. Roll me, roll me. <laughs> party, party rings are a sensational snack. Okay. Roll, roll me a constitution, a constitution saving throw. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. I like how uh, that was a comparison. Yeah. Blood. Well, pretty bad. Blood not necrotic blood. Uh, that'll be a 22 on my constitution save. My constitution oh, yeah. is well good. She loves it. She's loving yeah. it. She lapped it up. She <laughs> <is>. <laughs> the two things the she eats. Was, the two things she like, eats are party mm. rings and raw meat. So, like, <laughs> it's going to be fine. Um <laughs> So yeah, so she does that before bed. Um, but um, when when she's given the armor to to Blue, she has a little um, soak in the tub, um, and she sings a little ditty, which is something along the lines of, "Yes, I love the puppy. Puppy is so cute. I love the puppy even when he is a brute." <laughs> she's just kind of scrubbing herself, and yeah. <laughs> I'd give her a little bath hat if I could, but I don't think I've got that in the <laughs> And a rubber ducky. A rubber ducky. <laughs> and a rubber ducky. 
so yeah, so as you sort of you're sort of getting up, getting your sort of self ready for the day, um, another um, quite big halfling comes in, big big chubby, big fat guy, big beard. He says, "Okay, so uh, the lady, uh, uh, the, the lady Kane, uh, Miss Kane, um, says uh, she's going to be back uh, later on. Um, something about something about a, uh, something about a, a gnome." You've got to do some planning. She says, you're going to do planning later. She says, uh, don't, don't leave the square. Um, the seven, the seven spies are everywhere. The square is safe. Uh, so don't leave the square today. Uh, she'll be back later when you can start your planning um, for your next, uh, the next stage. And um, and then in, and behind him, some more uh, little halflings come in, and uh, they've got sort of uh, wooden plates, um, and on the plates is some bread and some cheese, um, and uh, and uh, they're all and they give you all a plate with bread and cheese and a sort of a, a, a mug of sort of a very weak ale, basically. Okay. Is there windows oh. in this room? Sorry, Paul. I can't. Remember if no, said, it's a win- it's windowless. It's completely windowless. The room. Okay. Okay. Can I check? Like, I'm Blue's gonna like check out this armor. Um, Ooh. anything nice or special about it? Yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> cool. Yeah, it's it. Um, it's got this sort of. Um, it's um. It's it's it, it, it it's got the feel of sort of a really soft leather, but it is pitch black um, to the point where it, it feels like it's sucking in the light. It, it doesn't. You can't. I mean, it's it's black, um, and it's real high quality. Um, Rothgarn, who's in a tub at this point, mm-hmm. um, cool. kind of just like. He was kind of sat there, like, face underwater for a bit, but um, spots blue, like, ex- examining the armour, sort of sits up and is like, do you want a hand seeing if that's uh, special or not? Um, uh, and blue's going to, she's going to walk over me like, yeah, that would be, uh, yeah, appreciate it. Um, Paul, minus two, could I run a, a kind of check? Why is she asking the hangover, hangover <laughs> Because I can still do it. I'm just like, he, so what I want to do is roll an arcana check to get a vibe of magic. And if I get the right vibes, um, he will do a ritual casting to identify. Um, okay, go for it. So let's see what my vibes are. Vibe check. Oh, nine is my vibe with your minus two. You, it just, it looks like nice armor, but your head is too, just too sore. And like, as you're trying to tune to it, just these, the other thoughts, like the thoughts of home, the thoughts of who you were supposed to be, who the offers you've had of, of those visions of the dra- of killing a dragon of the memory of, and they just keep trying to creep in it, you know, and you just can't. Okay. Uh, I give me, give me a few minutes, gets out of the tub, um, goes and gets his uh, trousers on, uh, picks up his book and a pearl and an owl feather that's 
got to be like disgusting at this point. So I think it's a leftover scrog um, owl feather. Um, and he's like, I'll get all the information you need. Just give me a few minutes. Um, and then starts to richly cast on the armor, identify, and that's going to take him 10 minutes. Blue's going to sort of like just nod in sympathy and you might kind of go to sort of like, yeah, she'll kind of go to tap him on the shoulder and just put a hand on his shoulder and say, no worries, thank you. Um, in Welcome. Um, when I saw the alcohol last night, Paul, what was the bar sort of like? And we kind of expedited through it, but what did it look like? Relatively small, uh, small room, uh, probably about, um, so re re really quite a, um, so quite a narrow, quite a narrow room with the bar down one side, um, and then a handful, sort of maybe four tables that seated four people each, um, down the other side. There's a small you went out uh, a, a door to the right, and then there's a small back room to the left. Um, but it's, it's basically sort of quite a, a, a wide corridor in one sense. Seated, you say? Maybe ten, fifteen feet wide. Yeah, what kind of what's what's the furniture like? Oh, it's rough, man. It's yeah. rough. Uh, I would say benches. I'd say benches. I'm afraid. Hmm. Rough tables and benches. <laughs> um, cool. So uh, Grung's going to waddle up to the the new gross one in the group, spitting out that green mist. You nasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this um, point, Ratsnick's, there's, like, he's off the bed, and he's messing around with the bed sheets. Yeah, you, you carry on, but yeah. No, 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 he, he's, he's, he's mumbling away to himself. Okay. Morn, um, Morn, while she is in the bath, now that she's had a bit of a scrub, uh, is, it's okay, we'll come back to you, Grongor. I just wanted to let you, I, okay. I just wanted to let the world know that she is, um, she's playing with the acid knife. She's having okay. a look at the acid knife and trying to work out kind of how it works and like just going over it and, and thinking about their, their little mate that they lost. Yeah. Was that the song that was dedicated to the puppy? <laughs> oh. Oh, maybe the song made her think about the puppy and that's why she got her acid knife out. <laughs> F in the chat, folks. F in the chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, just a little waddle up to... <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Uh, just a little waddle up to um, Ratsnake and uh, like, well, 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 we made it out alive, but your chair didn't, did it? Um, I saw some, uh, some seating downstairs, if you want to go check that out. It's a, bit, uh, a little bit fancy. Maybe. Nice. Yeah. One second. And he says, uh, I, <laughs> he said, you'll appreciate this more than the others. And he'll go, he'll go, one, two, Great, ta -da, and pull the sheets off the bed um, and he's been casting find familiar so on his bed oh. is now a very dead looking scrolk and it just sort of twitches oh. and like Scroke creaks bed. and cracks as it stands up and then hops onto his shoulder he's like good to go and for new listeners scrolk is so scrolk is a an unending owl, source we'll of say. magic yeah we'll say we'll say an owl but picture literally like a zombie owl. So there's parts of the bone showing. Uh, one of the wings has lost all feathers. 
Um, the beaks like chipped and cracked. It it's a mess. It very much looks like it should be dead. Um, but it's, yes, it's roadkill. Pretty much. Yeah. It, yeah. Maybe it not. An, maybe not an endless source of magic. Maybe <laughs> just a, to be a week, a week's worth of magic. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. And uh, yeah. So he's uh, he's going. Uh, yeah. Done. Find familiar then to get Skrulk on his shoulder, and then he turned to Gronga about lead the way. Oh, very nice. Come on then. And I'm just gonna. The two little gross children are gonna <laughs> skitter out the room. Charge. <laughs> yeah, he'll leave. Um... Blue's, gonna, Blue's gonna call after him, like, don't hurt anyone now. <laughs> I mean, Be he'll. A good boy. He'll leave. Um, he'll leave Gerald and Grace uh, down in the room, so he'll just take Thrasher with him. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, you come out of the room and there's just a, a small flight of stairs, maybe two or three stairs down to a corridor, which then leads back into the, the bar. Okie dokie. Um, right. So, there were some pretty long chairs in there the other day. I don't know if that's the one that you want, but we can uh, we can, we can can get the big one to chop it up. Probably. Uh, as long as he can pull it. And he'll, at this point, start tying the rope around Fasher's waist. That's before... Um, so are you in are you in the bar or are you in the corridor? In the corridor, I think. Okay. Having a look. What well, um the sneak as close as I can. What's the like what's what's the patronage like at the moment? So patronage looks similar to when you were there maybe eight, nine hours ago. Um there's uh, a couple of there's uh there's um let me try and think what races there are down there. Mm. There's basically a, like a, a handful of um sort of different people, basically all in um quite thick uh big um sort of leathers hoods up no everyone looks like strider from the lord of the rings basically okay. um of different races there's like a half walk down there there's there's a a, a gnome um there's a couple of goblins um oh. there's um some maybe some, there's a few sort of fairly human looking characters they might be half elves they might be it's it's not not necessarily easy to see who who they are who's behind the bar so ah behind the bar is this big is your big um this the, the big fat halfling that uh came in and introduced you um although he's he, behind the bar behind the bar has is higher than the rest of the pub so he's at sort of eye level when he serves people over mm. the bar but he has to go up a few steps to get there and by the door is a huge half orc um <laughs> who's uh who just who's just basically just wearing trousers and has a club <laughs> Fair. okay um okay this might be a bit trickier than i thought to be honest um as long as you don't mind waiting i think i've got a cunning plan um can i wait until the like um, the the fat halfling like just goes out back for a little bit, like if he like totally leaves the bar, not like because you said there was like a little room where I got the alcohol from, right? That was that was a thing. Oh, you sort of. I think you said you went behind the bar and pilfered it. That's oh, okay. what I imagined. You pilfered it from mm. behind the bar. There's a there is uh yeah. There, did he? I mean, he must have a. Now I'm thinking it through. He must have some form of accommodation, right, for himself. So there must be somewhere else within this bar he can go. Um, so yeah, there's a door behind the bar. <laughs> there's sort of pretty much only big enough for halflings, really. Oh, okay. Um, so you want to wait till? 
you want to wait till he leaves the bar? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's uh, go over to see what the other three are doing while you're <laughs> waiting. <laughs> Blue's, go on, other three. Blue's just sitting in her like clothes rather than her armor, so she's taking she's taking her armor off. But, uh, she didn't she didn't put her armor on, but she's got like a like a sort of tunic and like leather trousers that um she just has underneath it um and is kind of just waiting for rothgon to see if there's anything um fancy about the about the new armor yeah so i've just i've just thrown up the specifics in the chat paul yeah i had a little i had a little read so yes so i can basically tell you everything from identify can't i yep uh, so it is. I'll um, I shall show to players what you've got, and then I shall explain to everyone. Okay, so this is armor of the darkest night. Um, it, it can only be worn by rogues. It um, requires attunement and a dexterity of thirteen plus. Um, while wearing this armor, you have advantage on dexterity stealth checks. And you gain a plus two bonus to AC when in dim light or darkness. Nice. Um, oh, very nice. Get, Ooh, like it. It's leather armor, so you'll get the stats for leather armor. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, uh, Rothgon will um, sort of come out of the trance and just be like, well, this is fun. Mm-hmm. So, basically, this armor makes you practically unhittable in darkness um and you'll be able to hide all sorts it's kind of like the magic makes you part of the darkness um you're gonna need to be attuned to it so uh that's gonna take an hour or so but we can do that i am very happy sat in tub in meantime (laughs) (laughs) although i think i think hang on uh, Mon does this enormous belch um, and this kind of like um, greenish smoke kind of comes from her mouth and, and it's like a really acidy burp. You know, you have those real nasty acid <laughs> reflux ones. Uh, oh yes, I think I can do new breath weapon. <laughs> Did you eat the knife? Blue's going to mumble. What is it with all that? Is- can someone please just brush their teeth? Why has everyone got the 90th morning breath? I do not think you understand how breath weapons work, my friend. You see, if I brush teeth, that gets rid of the chemicals that cause me able to do breath weapon. Which is why I can only do it once every few hours or so. Because I have used up all chemicals on teeth, and then I cannot do it again. However, now that I've got this this wonderful thing from, from Dead Tokash, is it insensitive right. to call him dead, dead Tokash? I don't, oh. I don't think we need to preface it with dead, because okay. we don't know another Tokash. Oh, was that his name? That was his name. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, dragon rat. Dead dragon yes, rat. Dragon so, um, now that I have this knife, I, I can do this, this, this new breathy thing. I will not do it in here, because I have a feeling that it is going to be quite destructive. And your friend has been quite kind to us. Hmm. How about, uh, Blue, you, uh, pop this armor on and then we'll, uh, get the magic, uh, sorted for it. Um, I've got something I want to ask you anyway. 
yeah. Uh, uh, no worries. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna spend the time um, attuning to the armor, kind of studying it, seeing how it straps on, putting it on, making sure it all fits. Um, and um, she's got her cloak as well. Will having the cloak on like stop it from working, or is it? What's that, Sitch? I mean, it's a good question, but let's say no, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> let's say no. Um, for aesthetic purposes. Because um, um, she's gotten comfortable around these guys, sort of showing her face, but she still kind of likes to hood up. Um, and, yeah, gonna, um, and I'm going to put that, those stats just on my, on my sheet so I can remember them. <laughs> In the meantime, while she's doing all this stuff, Morn is going to get out of the bath. Um, she's going to get a towel and put, do one of those hair turbans, even though she doesn't actually have yeah. any hair to do the hair turban with. Um, and you take the time to put the rest of her plate armor back on because that takes quite a long time to, to put back on. So I'm going to say, with Rothgon's help, uh, the attunement's probably going to take you... It's a short rest, really. So it's going to take you about an hour mm-hmm. to... Um, but I'm going to guess the both of you basically in a ritual yeah. sort of space making that. Yeah, I was kind of thinking like, um, it, you know, it, Rothcon possibly would be um, trying to make sure that the cloak works with the armour. So it kind of magically melds that the cloak takes on the properties that the armor has so it, you know, you're still hiding and stuff and possibly even oh. like put, putting the hood up is like an added like thing to really make you invisible in darkness bat blue i think i think if you had the if you had the cloak right wrapped around you the armor just wouldn't do its job but i guess i think as you're working it through you realize you could probably drop it off your shoulders yeah. so it's, almost, it's more like a cape <laughs> and then it's to have similar basically the same effect yeah uh, cool Okay, so what well, that's you guys that's you're spending an hour doing that. So the gross boys have been uh, been waiting patiently. Yes. Um surprisingly <laughs> waiting patiently. And yeah, probably uh, twenty minutes passed and uh, the the uh, halfling bustles out through the back door um to go and get someone else some breakfast. Cool. At that point, um Grungle will lean into Ratsnick and go and and lick his face. Uh, and can give us both blessing of the trickster. Nice. So you have advantage on stealth checks. Um, but it's going to be done in a gross way. I do apologize. That's fine. <laughs> um, right. I'm going to go cause a distraction whilst you and your friend yeah. Uh, get. Yeah, right. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> I don't feel. Um, so I'm going to try and stealth over to the bar. Yeah, stealth over okay. to the bar. Yeah. Okay. Right so behind I- it. I- at the bar is a kind of quite lean, gaunt um, uh, drow, probably, but hoods up, so it's not entirely sure um, who's way to who has ordered this, who's ordered some breakfast, basically. Okay, so do I need to do a stealth check for you? What do you want to do? What, you, what do you want to do? I'm going to try and stealth to get behind the bar without anyone seeing me. <laughs> yeah, do a stealth, do a stealth check for me. Cool. It is an advantage because of uh, blessing of the trickster. Cool. Uh, so that's a 26. 
Nah, you fail. He sees you. He sees you. No, yeah, of course you pass. That's fine. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right. I, I mean, the elf's not really. He, he wouldn't care if you were behind the boat. He doesn't know who you are. But cool. that's fine. Um, the people, the relevant people who would care, don't notice you go behind the boat. So as soon as I get behind, I'll cast disguise self on myself to look like the fat halfling. Okay, yeah. cool. Disguise <laughs> 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 oh, self work. Uh, let me have a look. Look, see. Um, it is. Sorry, some shenanigans are happening. I do apologize. I can I can only hear Grongle in my head saying stupid fat hobbitses. So <laughs> hobbitses. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't tell the story now. Still the precious. Um, yeah. So you make yourself, including your clothing and weapons, look like another creature. Um, I think I can go a foot taller. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Up to a foot higher, foot yeah. taller or shorter. Yeah. So look, oh look, exactly like him, uh, and then like pop up from behind the bar and be like, three drinks for everyone." <laughs> okay. You know when we so... went into the dungeon and they burnt through all my spell slots before we got into a combat. <laughs> oh no. So the huge orc by the door looks at you like this is the most astonishing thing he's ever heard his boss say. <laughs> I mean, this guy has never given anything away free. As you say this, you see on the bar that he's written out a tab for everything you've used so far at the bar, including the bottle of the bottle of drink from last night. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I, w I mean, I wouldn't. You were amazing. You were amazingly. Oh, you wouldn't notice, no. But yeah. you were amazingly stealthy. But Rothgon was not stealthy when he was drinking that ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was not. <laughs> oh, but so he looks round, looks at you, and he's like looking like what the hell? Uh, he just rolled a five on mm. an intelligence investigation check. So he looks at you, and it's like. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That's very kind. Is he? Is he looking? It's Grongle Clock. He's looking at him. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, did you forget my birthday?" He looks so. What? What? When's? What's? What's a, today. Your birthday's today, boss. Oh well. On your lunch break. On your lunch, ten minutes. On a present. <laughs> what you, well, okay, boss. Um, have you got like a, a a list? You know, like a shop, a list at the shops that I could go and choose from, or anything. I'm I'm a little hurt that you'd have to ask for a list. To be honest, uh, we've known each other a long time. And he's just going to start pulling drinks and <laughs> quickly. He's in every head. Everyone in the bar has got up and sort of wandered over as if they're not like, woohoo, super excited because these people want to look cool, but they also all want a free drink. They're very happy. So the, but there is now no one in the bar. Even the orc has come to the bar to get his free drink. Um, and uh, yeah. Nice. So, Ramsnick at that point is gonna, I like, scan around for the best-looking chair, like the best condition, like chair or stool or just something that he can sit on. If it's got wheels, that's a bonus, but I'm guessing that's not the case here. So, by the door is a bar stool that the orc was sitting on. It is in terrible condition. It is like one of the legs has been replaced by like it, it obviously had four, four wooden 
legs, but one of them's been replaced by like a metal bar. Um, it's got a small back on it, um, and the like where it, it had upholstery, but that's mostly threadbare, and there's um, sort of the stuffing is sticking out. Hmm. And none of the. Well, the other, there's just wooden, other than that, there's wooden benches. The little, like, yeah, the normal little wooden, like, two, like, enough to fit two people on little wooden benches. Yeah. Okay, so he's gonna, him and, um, oh, the a Thrasher even are gonna go and grab that and try and drag it out the room. Well, uh, back out to where you've come from? Yeah, back down towards, uh, so just to get an idea of, like, floors and level, is this the uh, rooms, the bar, the exit, is it all on one level? Yeah, pretty much. You, you, the corridor... The corridor yep. is on the same level, and then up to your rooms is only like a couple, two or three steps. It's going to be really upstairs, and outside there was a few steps to get up from the street into the bar. That's fine. But, so, Rat Snicker, hang around then until sort of the the full like thrum of people are up against the bar, and there's all the cheers and all. That. And at that moment, yeah, him and Gerald are go at uh, Thrasher even are going to go and grab hold of one of these bar stools and drag it out and back towards the room. Can you both do a stealth check for me, please? Oh, no. you're, you're at advantage. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, stealth. Okay. Uh, roll two, because I've got uh, that one. Great. So that's a ten for Ratsnick. Um, oh, no. And here, no. here comes Gerald with a, a six. <laughs> a thrashery one with a six. So, yeah, you're halfway out the door when Thrasher just dropped his end of the bench. Everyone turns around, including the orc, and are like, so, wh where are you taking that? What are you two? What are you two doing? What is that thing? In fact, what are you things? And he's gonna... <laughs> Ratsnick's gonna panic and just go, run! And he's <laughs> gonna get uh, Thrasher to pick him up and they're gonna bolt down the corridor back towards the rooms. <laughs> Like the orcs, the little orc just is like that was confusing. And then he goes and just puts the bench back, and the bar sort of returns to normal. Which point, the halfling returns with the breakfast, and he's like, he's doing a like a real double take, looking at you, uh, and looking at him. Okay, right. Oh my god. <laughs> Improv, guys, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what does this struggle do? Gongus is going to walk straight up to it, like nonchalantly, just like, alright, he's going to get you a present after work <laughs> and just try and walk past it. <laughs> like, so, you're going to just try and walk past it out, just, back just, out? Uh, yeah. Uh, cool. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh my god so he's tried to do an intelligence check and he rolled a two uh so he's just like absolutely he drops the breakfast he is yeah. astonished doesn't know what's going on and just leaves the bar just walks back out <laughs> and the door he's come in like amazing um Fucking hell, this works so well. <laughs> uh, right, okay, cool. Uh, so, to the big orc guy then, I was like, uh, 
Well, it seems like one of our guests wants a bench. Maybe we should get that taken up to their room, if that's all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, Three again. Things. Astonished. <laughs> uh, no, actually, no, why not? That's yeah. fine. The orc takes the dead bench up to the room. Um, so you, I'm going to say that's taken most of the time. So uh, Morn has just finished putting on her armor. Blue and um, can I just grab uh, like three Robert. bottles and then go back to them? I'm just gonna like <laughs> and then like run back up to the to join the groups. So I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Go for yeah. it. Um and um yeah. So uh, yeah and um uh, blue and Roth kind of just finished sort of getting blue attuned to the armor. Uh, when <laughs> Rat Snake and Thrasher come running in, <laughs> looking really scared. <laughs> and then thirty seconds later. An orc walks in with a bench. One, one minute. Sorry, three bottles and the register. Whatever's in the register. <laughs> oh my god! If there is one. <laughs> okay, so in the register okay. is. Let me roll a dice. Let's see. <laughs> Shopping. We have no money, so. In the register is fourteen. Um, Bronze pieces. Oh. oh my god. We oh. still have no money. We still have no money. <laughs> Grongo has more money than he's ever had. I mean, <laughs> you keep saying we've got no money, but we've actually got quite a lot. Well, I mean, I've got quite a lot because I've got the bag of holding. It just depends whether I give it to any of you. <laughs> no, it, it, it's only 500, gold pe- 500 silver pieces a piece, which is only 50 gold pieces a piece. Yeah, so we, we've got two thousand. We, we've actually got two thousand five hundred and sixty silver pieces. Um, two hundred and fifty, I worked that out to be. Yep, and seventy three gold pieces that we had already. So um, actually, we, we we're doing all right. Three twenty total. Yeah, you got to just yeah. go ask Mama Bear for some money. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Mama. Uh, so yeah, the orc. The orc says, uh, "Who who's who wants this bench?" Um, so <sighs> Ramsey's gonna be shy to start with, and they'd be like, uh, uh, uh yeah, yeah, that good. So he's just like, he just hands it to you, basically. He's just like confused as to why you'd want a bench. Nice. I got it. Done. And, um, Ramsey's gonna get to work on. So it's gonna be a rope that goes basically around, um, Thrasher and Gerald's sort of neck and shoulder and then onto the bench. So when they stand up, it's like a harness to them. So they've got their arms free and then the ropes just harness this bench to lift it up off the ground a foot or two. <laughs> and Ratsik's going to sit on top of that. And he'll, uh, he'll look over to um, Grongle with like a, a stupid grin on his face and just tap the bench on the side. Like, Come on! Weirdness. Oh, oh it's both of them. Welcome to Pimp so My Ride with Gross Boys. <laughs> so yeah, so you can you're free now to sort of the orcs left. Um So just as that's just as that's finishing up, um and we have done the attunement with um the, the armor, um Rothgon um was just um, was talking to Blue, it was like <laughs> I, I I I have no idea what they've been doing, um, but anyway, um, oh, I wanted to ask you something. Um, back in that horrible place um, when we fought the chain demon, um, you you seemed a little startled. Now I could just like 
go into your head and take that information, but apparently that's not a thing we're doing anymore. So, like, I guess if we're going to be a team, we need to understand what it is that can, I don't know, like, have an effect on each other. Right, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I appreciate you not sort of delving into my mind. Um, Consent uh, is everything. It, it, it's very important. Um, and listen, the thing is, he was the, 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 the chap who appeared. He was my betrothed, I suppose you would say. Oh, um, that's a terrible idea. I know. Um, why have I suddenly become Bristolian? <laughs> there is um, no Bristol. Yeah. Um, ugh, listen. So, Daddy thought it would be a really good idea um, to set me up. Because we all know how fathers know their daughter's type. Um... It was like, it was a few days before the wedding and when we were chatting um, and he just kept going on about how I was going to have all of his babies and we were, I was going to be a good mother and like be a good wife. So this was um, like a blind marriage thing. He hadn't met yeah, you beforehand. Yeah, it was one of those setups where we, we were, it was sort of to union to like help with the peace treaties i don't know our dads met they had a point they thought we'd be a good match um but um turned out he was a bit of a knob end and yes. um i i had um may have i may have done a bit of a stab um just to tell him that i i wasn't into it um and he got a bit cross um as men tend to do and such um, fragile creatures right listen it was more of a big conversation but then he said that if i wasn't going to be a good wife to him then no one was going to have me as a good wife and he did this whole thing to my face or so i stabbed him again and left him for dead um and so daddy had to banish me but frankly <laughs> i think it was the best thing that ever happened to me um because I could go off and do what I wanted and not not what they wanted me to do. Huh. It's just that his face doesn't bring back the best of memories and it does make me want to stab a bitch. No, I, I understand. Um, it seems I've got you all wrong. Like, running away from a disastrous union um, and being exiled from your own family. That's pretty badass and um yeah i just didn't get a very badass vibe from you beforehand but hmm well no like you're good with the shooties and the stabbies but you know morn's going to um take the towel off her head start like rubbing it over her armor to shine it up and says she has scar across face of course she is badass that is like yeah. how you tell if someone is badass is scar across face she might have done it herself to look cool we've all oh, done oh. that i do not scar so easily <laughs> um, okay. we've all got we've all got stories we've all got histories um and mine's led me to where i am now and it's led me to wanting to stick up for the little guy 
um, that can't that can't fight for himself or herself or themselves. I think she's well, talking about you, tiny halfling person. Halfling's <laughs> not in the room anymore. Uh, <laughs> I mean, am I still technically looking like him? <laughs> Is that to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's up to you, really. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yep, it's me. And then I just yeah, drop it. Yes, and this shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, he's Grongo with the ears. Oh, I did not know. What was good disguise? I like this. Can you do um um? What's that funny fellow with the funny mustache? Um um. Oh, never mind. It will come back to me. I'll, it will come back to me. <laughs> if I've seen him before, then yes. Then he just walks off to appreciate the bench. <laughs> Um, um, Blue's gonna turn back to, um, um, Rothgon and say, but, I mean, thank you for checking in, but you seem to be going through some stuff yourself. Hmm. Yeah, I guess, uh, that night at the bar, um, when I first met, uh, Morn in Locks, and obviously I knew them from beforehand, it was just coincidence running into them that night. I was escaping... A village just south of Fairmire. Um, I was just told to give a staff to a princess, help her reclaim her power. I didn't realize she'd enslave everybody and call forth demon hordes to control the people. It was biblical, even by my standards. And I just got out of there as fast as I could and, yeah, thought maybe if I had a few drinks and caused a few shenanigans in the plug hole. I forget everything that's happened, as I normally do. That's that's what I do. It's just chaos happens, I move on. But I'm not moving on. I think seeing what's happened to Lox and uh, even Takaj, it's kind of weighing heavy, I suppose. I can tell you remembered his name. <laughs> I always knew his name. Listen, we all go through things. We go, and and it's about how we, and sometimes shenanigans helps. Not gonna lie, sometimes shenanigans help. But maybe you're searching for a, a bigger purpose. And um, you want, if you want, you could come help me. With the locks situation. Well, yeah, but then there's an opportunity to carry it on. Hmm. Yeah, let's deal with locks and then see where we are. And um, Blue's not going to want to like push it. She's just going to go, yeah, no, it's all good. Baby steps. And she's going to um, kind of give him a, another, like a sort of, handshake and arm holding one of those ones where like you clasp arms and it's like yeah hmm. um Rothgon will look confused um and kind of do it but you know like a weak handshake where you're caught awkwardly off guard and you're like yeah. is this what we're doing that's literally what you get from Rothgon okay <laughs> um and she's just gonna go like eye contact and and release him and turn to mourn um and and basically do the same thing and say, sister, thanks for, thanks for, think thanks for thinking of me um, with, the, with the armor. It suits you, my friend. You look good. 
and she does the arm clasp thing, but Morn will pull her into a full-on bear hug <laughs> and slap her on the back and then release her. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> there will be a proper, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How are the two? How are the two? How are the two women in the group having a bromance? <laughs> I just love the fact Mon's still naked. I think. Mon's slowly putting her uh, her armories on now, but that would be hilarious. <laughs> Um, so while you're sort of this is all happening, the uh, the halfling the halfling uh, barman comes uh, comes in. He he's like really like he just doesn't look as happy as he did earlier. He looks like just like life's got on top of him. He's had a really confusing experience. He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, and he comes. He says, "Oh, we're gonna have to um, we're gonna have to clean the rooms. Um, if you are you nearly done with these rooms? Um, is that my bench? No." <laughs> He just sat on it like deadpan. <laughs> the, barman, the barman's convinced it's his bench because his mind, he's been so, he, he got like, he just goes, oh. I'm sorry, okay. sir, but uh, was your bench controlled by zombies? No. Then it's no, not your it bench, clearly. Okay. <laughs> it can't, it, it um. can't be this bench because we've had this bench the whole time. Mm, yeah. Well, we. Um, Blue's gonna oh. Blue's gonna turn to Grongle and give him a little wink, and just like, there you go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, if we can clean the room, that is a lot of blood in that water. He looks at the blood. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay. Well, we'll clean. And then he looks at all the bed sheets. All of the bed sheets are utterly disgusting like you yes. guys are filthy if it like, helps if it helps um the blood it is not ours is mostly rothcons yeah hello okay well that is a lot of blood to come out of one tiefling that's well speaking you of were, which uh... you were there, mate. it was horrifying it was but amazing it really helped us it was quite sustaining um rothcon at this point is still only wearing his um torn off like jean things that are like cut off at the knee with his hooves um coming out um he then picks up his now one sleeve missing leather mac and puts that on um he picks up his old t-shirt he was wearing and just throws that into a, like if there's a pile of rubbish or something like he's now discarded the t-shirt he's temporarily rocking the locks bare chest in leather jacket look um <laughs> Strong luck. Um, yeah, speaking of which, is there somewhere around here we can pick up supplies, uh, clothes? You can go into the square. Um, Miss Kane said you can't, don't leave the square. Stay in the square, don't leave the square. I'll clean, I'll cl I mean, I'm going to have to burn some of this. Oh, uh, <laughs> look. Well, she says we can help with that. I'll just put it on your tab. She says you're good for it. So do, no fire. No fire down here. Um, and uh, yeah, he sort of waits for you to, he sort of starts stripping beds and, and waits for you to sort of leave the room. Right. To the square oh, then, I guess. <laughs> Smash Kipto is leaving the square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're, do you want to be in the square? You go through the bar. Uh, <clears throat> No one even really pays you any attention as you go through the bar. And 
so you enter, you exit out into this square. Obviously, the whole um, everything in the Undercity is is underground. So this is kind of um, a slightly bigger cavernous area. Um, three roads uh, meet here. Um, you're you've been in a in a bar called the Underbelly, and uh, and uh, there's a small market in the middle of the town. There's um, a sort of <laughs> a, a cutlery kind of person who's sort of selling cutlery and sharpening things. Um, there's a, a sort of um, small uh, weapons merchant who does sort of various supplies and um, like. Supplies theoretically adventuring supplies, but a lot of it looks like lock picks and crowbars. Um, there's uh, a leather goods, um, a leather goods uh, salesperson who seems to, who's got some leather stuff and maybe some other slightly nicer bits. There's a fruit and vegetable, and then around the edge, there some of the some of the stores have a quite. They've gone for they're, they're trying to do some marketing others have not bothered um and have just called the apothecary there's an apothecary there's a shop that just says curios uh there's a general store um there's a blacksmith and then right in the corner there's some there's some sort of shop called the pump room um there's a shop called porn it all <laughs> and uh there's uh another restauranty bar across from from where you were um, called the bucket 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 o muck um which um looks more maybe it's somewhere where you might go for food rather than <clears throat> the bar which seems to probably only sell bread and cheese uh and then between the two is what looks like um sort of a, a sort of movie theater type of thing sort of quite crudely constructed which is called lady s's seedy side Oh, has, um, oh. Has, um, has, 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 has a couple of uh, has uh, a tiefling girl in the window in a sort of lingerie, and there is also a loxodon uh, 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 also in long uh, lingerie. Um, so, uh, uh, um, lox- it's an elephant uh, lady. Wolfgang will. Oh, sorry. I was I was just going to say, um, if we are going to go shopping, um, it might be a good idea if we take some money. I know we're all quite good at stealing things, but maybe we should not do that quite so much down here, as we are wanted felons. Um, so she takes out the bag of holding um, and says, so just put your arm in, have a think, pull out as much as you need. Not everything, Mr. Grongle. I am looking at you. <laughs> Grongle's going to open out his 14 coffers and she's like... <laughs> okay. He can make his fortune with that. Um, Rothgon will take... We got 500 silver pieces each, didn't we? Uh, yes. Um, that's a lot to carry. Did we not get it, it worked it? up into gold? <laughs> I'm afraid not, but we do have 75. The DM this through. It's a ludicrous amount of weight. It is. There you go. But there we go. <laughs> maybe we have seventy-three in gold if you want it. I mean, maybe if we're shopping, we should stick together and make decisions that's oh. going to benefit everybody rather than whimsical choices. And then he just passes um... an eye over to Ratsnick. <laughs> um... In that case, um, uh, Morn's going to give the bag of holding to Blue. Can you hold on to this for a few minutes? I have some things I would like to do. Sure. Um, and Blue, Blue will take the bag from her. Thank you. Oh, um, just a minute. Reeks reaches into the bag, uh, grabs a, a handful of silver, 
and uh, pops it in her um, jerkin, shall we say. Oh. <laughs> you do what you need to do. So is she wearing her plate armour or...? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, Rothgon turns to Blue and is like, if this is a underground area that's safe from the reach of the Seven, the place over there that would naturally pique my interest, is that not a bit of a giveaway to our location? Um, and uh, did uh, we all see the... Was it Morn that got the card? Yeah. With Morn Lady has a card with Lady yeah, he, he, he would have said this to everybody. Hmm. I don't oh. think at any point Morn said anything about it, so... I didn't. Um, oh, um, I should probably say, um, this little, little card with the glitter on is very nice. Actually, I seem to remember saying this to the group before. Um, it has L Lady S on it and the address of this establishment here. Um, I was going to go and see, um, if maybe she could explain why it did appear in my pocket. You were going to go alone? Well, I thought think people have shopping to do, they're busy... I mean, frankly, I'm not. I, I'm not convinced that Lady S will actually be in the shop. I feel like it's her name on shop. Well, it's her name on the shop. It doesn't mean she's going to be there. Think well, of her mean... as like a district manager. Yeah, oh. this I do I... not like. I like tiny. I like artisan stalls. I like you know little <laughs> independent businesses. Paul, what kind of shop do you think this is? Well, it looks like a place where you can buy things that go on underneath your um, your armor to stop the armor from chafing your bits. <laughs> Not wrong. I think mean, that's Rothgod's reaction. <laughs> while, while they're having a chat, what are the gross boys doing? So, yeah, Ratsnick Rat um, probably would have. Uh, is Grongle on the bench as well? Yeah. So he would yeah, have yeah. very. I, would, I should say this is a pretty crowded um, market square. There are a lot of people in the square. Okay. Um, so Ratsnick's going to turn to to Grongor and be as right, so um, it needs some uh, some bits, but uh, yeah, friends is is maybe not so good. We uh, are you up for um, shenanigans again? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Yeah. Well, I need hey, some. Like the, uh, you know, the, the shiny rock, the gems, that sort of thing. We need, like, a little expensive bit. Like, 300 gold pieces worth of gems. Maybe it'll do. Right. Um, tell me what you want, and I'll go get it, because I don't really know what 300 gold worth of gem looks like. Uh, I figure, like, if it's worth less, that is some bit towards it, maybe. But in the rest, you know, try and be good citizens and all. <laughs> <laughs> just get it where you can um and he'll um he'll so Ratstick will send Skrulk away to just basically circle uh, as high because how high is the ceiling on this area it's, it, I mean it, it's not high I would say maybe 25 feet it's quite it's 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 fairly okay. low most of these shops most of these buildings do go all the way up so a lot of them have got two stories right. or have so, got enough Scrolk and until otherwise, Scrolk's just going to just settle here and like settle on one area for a, a few minutes or so, then zip to another one, and just like to come back to Ratsnick if 
if uh, it sees anything threatening or urgent or anything of the sorts. Um, and Ratsnicka uh, turned back to Grongorn. Um, well, I'm going to... I mean, I'm not the, maybe the most stealthy to prove that, but I can help when I can if you need anything. I'll let you, um, you stab, a, stab a zombie as payment, maybe. I got no gold. <laughs> Lead the way. I'll, uh, I'll find value in anything I can do, actually. So maybe Gongo might find something he likes as well. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Ratsnick will, like, give a mental command then to um, Thrasher and Gerald to just, I guess, slowly, like, eke them away from the group a little bit. Because he gets that there may be others that aren't approving of this. So he's just going to, like slowly fade through the crowd. Yeah, so I got, like, I mean, my art skills are not the best, but I've got a doodle of how this bench looks. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, the thing is, down here, no one is, no one wants to pay anyone else any attention. Good. So, certainly <clears throat> you guys are not the most disgusting people in the square anyway um there's on people are like there's a little bit of a like wow why is someone why is someone carry why is some necromancer made some zombies carry him <laughs> around that's basically what they're thinking there's no like that's shocking it's just like that seems like a odd, mad but... mad waste of power <laughs> <laughs> it does doesn't it yeah. it does yeah it's good use for a third level spell <laughs> There's only power, and those too weak to use it. <laughs> Very much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Rattlesnake's just gonna just patrol around, trying to eye up if there's any stalls, preferably stalls over shops, um, but anywhere that looks to be selling. For the most part, jewels, trinkets, even jewelry will do. Um, He's basically trying to find anything he could decorate a skull with. Oh. The, uh, as you look a bit closer, the, the leather goods uh, person seems to have a small uh, uh, locked box, um, which at one point she does show someone and there's a couple of rings and stuff in there. Um, the Pawn It All shop has some um, sort of ornate, a, a couple of ornate statues in the in the um window which have got some gems in them um and um the curios um shop is without actually going in it's quite a dark gloomy um shop but towards the back you you reckon it's they might have some it looks like it sort of sells magic supplies as well as sort of interesting object objects okay and i mean like for for target choice, Ratsnick's completely given the reins over to Grongor. Uh, he has no idea how to steal. He can stab and murder, but he can't steal. So what I'm going to say, guys, is 8.30. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to take a 10-minute break and then come back and see how badly Grongor <laughs> we... and do in this very crowded market? How good yeah. they Yes, how good they do. Yeah. Oh. Maybe Morn will buy some bloomers. <laughs> also, well, I appreciate the fact you didn't call it Pornhub. Um, it was. <laughs> I see, and I, I do love the pump room. I assume it was like a nod to Cheltenham, but now I know there's like one brothel here. I don't know if that's a brothel as well. It's for um, breastfeeding mothers. <laughs> oh, cool! Ah, yeah. Very yeah, handy. Like 
it's not it's not cool actually steven it's because nobody else in the square will let breastfeeding mothers feed where they want so yeah. <laughs> don't, tell, don't tell blue this she'll be <laughs> The new campaign. Yeah. The new campaign. The new campaign is normalized breastfeeding in public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but let's get cracking on. Let's see what uh, Grongle and uh, Ratsnick are gonna do. Um, they're 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 eyeing up some places where they think they might want to get some gems from. Yeah. Um, 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 um. Yes. So the statuettes. You said they looked pretty pretty nice, but were they gem nice or were they just pretty nice? They've got they've got small gems in them. Small, quite small gems. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the rings. Did they look like like um, King John um, from the Robin Hood? Probably. Yeah. They they seem like a reasonable. Th- th- yeah. Okay. Um, well. <clears throat> It's kind of up to you. I mean, they're both pretty easy to get. Uh, which one do you want? Uh, I'll get it to you. Whichever's likely less likely to get us in trouble with the others, maybe. Just uh, yeah, a little bit. I we got a little bit of gold. I can buy a few legitimately, but like, go for it. So the the little lock box was that attached to anything, or was it? Um, was it? Yeah, it, it, it appears it's chained to the stall. Uh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And the statues were just sort of in the in a stall themselves, are they? They're in a they're in a shop. Yeah, yeah. They're behind glass. We need urchins around. <laughs> roll, can I roll for urchins? <laughs> roll, for, roll, for urchins. <laughs> roll for urchins. Cool, that's um, nice. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna me. say I'm gonna say no. There's no obvious sort of um, urchin types. Hmm. Any shoe this, shines this... and Victorian tomfooleries? Uh, this market looks pretty seedy, even for. Okay, yeah, we're not. We're uh, not in time. We're not in like Victorian Times Square. This is more like Victorian Whitehall. Cockney kid in a top hat. Like... Uh, see, every episode, I'm just trying to guess what film we're doing. So I was, <laughs> I was trying the Charles Dickens Oliver Twist. This is... <laughs> yeah. Anything. If you want a film reference, you're in Nocturne Alley, I would say. That's where you... I was going with, like, From oh, Hell. Like, all Jack hell? the Ripper. Yeah, Jack the Ripper. Uh, and, um... uh, it's, it's Johnny Depp in a bad English accent again. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> well, I get Nocturne Alley anyway. Right. Yeah. yeah okay. Borgen and Burks, let's go. Um... Hmm. Hmm. Statues are probably going to be easier. Let's go for the statues. Yeah. Okay, um, so... Uh, I guess Ratsnick will leave um, his whatever you want to call it um, outside uh, Gerald and Thrasher Um, and then the two of them walk in, Ratsnick will uh, he'll cast oh probably outside in amongst all the crowd and the bustle he'll cast detect magic Um, so when he goes in he's going to looking over um looking over the statues and everything just to see if there's any sort of um any sort of magic almost security or alarm stuff within this place um i'm trying to think if he if he would know what school of magic the alarm spell is um he doesn't so, have it, so probably is, not. You, you, you don't really sense any any magic from 
the poor little shop. Um, the magic. It seems like the magic is all around the sort of curios and apothecary. It seems like the, the sort of the square seems to be split up yeah. into sort of this is very much non-magical items here. Um, that's pawn it all. Okay. Um, so when you you are you going to go in? Yeah, I guess at this point the two of them walked in. Ratsnick stopped in the doorway and just sort of looked around the doorway to see if there's alarm spells. And then he would have, like, glanced his eyes um, over some of the items, specifically the two statues. And then he'd just give, like, a like a little nudge to Grongor. And uh, it has let his um, and the magic got protected. Them. It might be easy. So when you come into the shop, you're in, you're basically, you're in a 20, so the, the shop run is quite long and uh, shallow. Um, so it only goes back about 30 feet, but it's probably about um, 80 foot going across with this frontage with all these stuff that, that they're, you know, they're pawning. And um, uh, as you go in though, you find that you're in a 20 foot square basically box um and all around you are counters but above those counters are big uh metal bars um uh, and then just little hatches for um trading okay so it doesn't look like you can uh, get anything uh behind the counters are um basically um some drow elves who seem to be running this place Mm-hmm. They are magic. I should say they are. They do give off some magical vibes. Yeah. Okay. I'm making that up as I go, so I haven't thought of a school of magic yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so these two statues are in this counter bit. They're not like on show inside. Well, they're, in the, the they're, they're on show in the window. So from the outside, from the street, you can see them. Yeah. But once you get inside, you realise that you'd have to go through these metal bars to get to them. Right. Okay. Um... Uh, hey, sir, how can I help you? Um, uh, I kind of distract him. And he's going <laughs> to wander up. Uh, I, I, Ratsik doesn't have a lot. He's going to take his backpack off. Uh, and he's got an explorer's pack which he's probably just going to, like, dump out over the side of this counter. And just be like, I'm just going to get for some of this spare tools kit. You know, that'll be some that I get rid of it. So it's just an adventure kit? Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not interested in... I mean, I could give you a, a couple of gold, I suppose. Um, those zombies. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. watch um, I'd, I could, I could give you... I, I'd be interested in them. I'd be interested in them for my collection. Ah. <laughs> How much? <laughs> <laughs> and he, he sort of, he, he sort of, uh, bear, uh, bear with me a second. He sort of wanders off and he's having a chat with uh, with another uh, uh, with another drow. And as you sort of are looking at them, the detect magic spell. I think lasts ten minutes. Is that right? Yeah. I think. Let's go with it. Um, you realise one of the other drow is a necromancer. Um, oh. So he comes and says, oh, I could give you... I, I mean, you could choose from my stock, or I think I I could give you 100 gold pieces for each zombie. For each... Uh, um, mm. 
You see, no, you see, uh, no, wait, normal zombies, oh I can understand, God. like, yeah, I know, I know, I'm going to pursue up and dead, but these, I check them out, they're well, well trained, and he'll, like, he'll clap his hands, and both, sort of, um, uh, both Gerald and Thrasher do, while they're still attached to this bench, do, like, uh, like a very weird, sort of, dancey jig over to Ratsnick, and then, okay. like, lower the bench down and bow to him, and then he'll sit back up on the bench, and then they stand back up, and he'd be, and he'd just sort of gesture to say, "Ah, see, this is a uh, this top notch infused of the best necromancy." So, um, what do you say uh, for the, the zombies, the harness, the bench? Eh, let's say three hundred or three hundred worth of gems. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh, hmm. As... Bring me the uh, bring me the statues, he says, and and one of the other drow go off and get these two statues and bring them bring them to you. And they're 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 uh, they're, they're elephants. They're sort of golden elephants, and they're covered in quite small but gems. Yeah, he says. Mm, I would say these are probably you've got probably got about three hundred gold pieces worth of gems for on these two statues. Mm. I tell you what, I'm gonna speak with my advisor. Get with me, it's expensive like, trade. Holding oh, no. himself, <laughs> um, assumes a position. This is gonna say, I like the deal though. Um, one moment, and he'll just sort of beckon Grongor over to the other end of the room. And uh, what do you think? Do you reckon you get him or do we do this? I mean, I make more, well, but I'm, I'm a little plump. They looked really easy from the outside, and uh, we're going here, and I'm not too sure. Um, I could, but I don't think you'd get away. So <laughs> probably, um, and whilst um, it's like, I do have a quick idea to sort of up the price a little bit though. Yeah. Um, whilst we're like chatting, uh, I'm going to cast uh, Speak With Dead so that Gerald can speak again. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, in a little how, does, how does Speak With, what uh, components are there to Speak With Dead? None. If you're going to do it in the shop, it's going to be obvious you're casting a spell. Okay. And one of the drow is... Can I try and play it off as we are just huddling and chatting? Instead. Yeah, I mean, Ratsnicker, uh, if sort of that's the plan, Ratsnicker sort of start getting, as he talks with Grongle, get very animated and start doing sort of hand gestures as they're talking so it doesn't look out of place if Grongle starts. So the both of them, <laughs> it's just in the corner. I can roll for it if you want me to roll something. Yeah, what should we roll? Um... I mean, I know the answer, but I'm not going to Slide of hand, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll do it for sleight of hand. Oh, that's way kinder than I'd have been. Thank you. What would you have done? Uh, that's a twenty. That's a dirty twenty. Oh, dirty twenty. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm going to allow you something that a sorcerer has to use a sorcery for. <laughs> I was going to be like, "Hey, performance," which I'm really shit at. No, I think it's more sleight of hand. I think it is more cool. sleight of hand than performance. Uh, and you rolled a 20, man, so a dirty 20. So, um, oh, blimey, you get a plus 10 to sleight of hand. Um, cool. Okay. So, <laughs> astonishingly, this drow necromancer does not notice that you um, 
that you cast this spell, and yeah, you can speak with dead with Gerald. Cool. So yeah, it, he just gained sentience and intelligence, um, and can speak languages he knew in his past life. Okay. So Ratstick will make his way back over, and uh, he'll give Gerald sort of a, a knowing wink, and uh, he'll say, I, 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 I forgot, my advisor, who's incredibly powerful, is in, imbued these, uh, you know, what the zombies here with them. They get you a little special, so he's wanting more for the price. So he can do this, and he packs his um, hand to the back of Gerald, and um, <laughs> Gerald just sort of clears his throat and go. <clears throat> Why, yes, I am uh, quite a top-tier incarnation of magic. And um, I must add as well that... And he sort of tips his hat. He says, I come with quite the fancy hat. I'll have you know. And the rat's thinking, oh, I haven't got a bit of that in there. You know, a bit extra for that. But um, what are we, uh, what, what we speaking now? And uh, Gerald does sort of stand very straight and sort of, you know, like, adjust his own clothes as best he can. I have a buyer who would very much enjoy your zombies talking um, mm. while they do what they do. Um, we are combat trained as well, I'll have you know. Combat won't be necessary. Um, I'll, I'll add another 25 gold pieces. These two statues and 25 gold pieces. Hmm. And uh, again, Ratstick is not the most professional, so he'll beckon, he'll scamper back over to Grongor, <laughs> who's in the corner, and he'd be like, "Is there another twenty-five? What do you reckon?" Um, in the in the shop, is there anything sort of in my days of stealing that looks looks nice or looks like interesting? Oh man, okay. Uh, in the shop, what else is in this pawn shop? Let's have a think <laughs> about it. Um, yeah, there's some. Um, there's some quite nice candlesticks with some black candles in them. Ooh. Who lit the black flamed candle? I need those. I can't say I why. I need them. I, I don't know. Are you set? So Ratsley could take them, the, the, what Grongle, and he'll wander back over to the counter and put them on the counter and be. So, 300 gold worth of gems. 25 extra for the, the fancy talking hat zombie and these and you got yourself a deal yes um, and he looks at the other he says candlesticks we haven't had many takers for them so you have yourself a deal little man excellent and uh, yeah he'll um, I guess yeah he'll take the two statues sort of under his arm um, on like, actually, no, he won't. He'll just pick the gems out of them there and then on the uh, on the counter. Um, they're quite, yeah. they're, it's going to be quite a fiddly job. They're oh, going to okay. need to be taken out. Okay, so. so yeah, he'll just hold them both sort of under his arms then, um, and pocket uh, put the candles in his backpack and gather all the things back up into the backpack, and then uh, yeah, quite quite chuffed with everything. Um, wander on out. I'll, I'll take my candlestick and just turn to the guy and be like, a most agreeable day to you! <laughs> walk out. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so you, you, uh, you've obviously left the zombies, so you hear bolts go behind you as the door bolts closed and they open up a door in, in the uh, metal bars and they lead. They uh, put chains. I mean, if you're looking back, you'll see that they put uh, chains around their necks and lead them out. When they're out about... 
This is not. I was gonna say when they're about when we're about thirty feet away. Can I just destroy undead? Uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if, Rats, if you're saying that to Ratsy, he'll be like, I mean, you know, don't want to be treated too badly. So yeah, you know, it's. And you sort of look over to the look, look sort of over in the general direction of the shop, and um, you know, sort of just sort of solemnly go, uh, "I'll bring you back again, but for now." For now, temporary goodbye, I guess. Go on then. And uh, Ratsik's going to run towards Morn. Like, see if he can find more. He needs to get these statues in the bag quick. Uh, oh, okay. Um, they do have to make... Yeah, I'll put it in the chat if you want. They do have to make a saving throw to see um, if they... So if, willing. If Ratsnik's, yeah, if Ratsnik's in on this, um, he'll just order them to accept it. Okay. Uh, how does your connection with them work? Mine. Is it verbal or telepathic? Yeah. Mental okay. command. Yeah. You know how when you buy your kid a hamster and it dies, and then you go to the pet shop without them knowing and buy another one and call it by the same name, and you just keep doing that? Is that just what you do with poor old Mavis and Gerald? <laughs> hey, Mavis has been lost to us for weeks now. Yeah, we've not had Mavis for That's a while. That's true. We haven't. This is, I, uh, I do miss yeah. Mavis. Gerald and Thrasher. It's Grace. It's oh, Grace, Grace and, uh, yeah, yeah. Grace is on her own now. Aww. Oh, where is, is she still in the room? No, she, Grace is with us. I yeah, think Grace oh, is okay. just ambling amongst the rest of you at this point. Oh, cool. We'll look after Grace. <laughs> <laughs> She's still got her oh, daisy Grace. and her hat from her date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's like my favorite thing Paul's ever done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Grace absolutely still has her hat and daisy. I mean, the daisy is probably wilting a little bit. She hasn't got it in water, but yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Um, and yeah, like I said, as soon as Grongle starts um, channeling this turn and dead, Ratsnake is going to bolt for Morn as quickly as he can. Blue's okay. got the bag holding. Oh, Blue. Uh, was that after or before? Like Probably after we left. It was, oh, yeah, so yeah, he's going to run to Morn. He's going to find Morn as quick as he can. So, what, what I would say is you need to be within 30 feet and yeah. be able to see them. Yeah. Um, so you're pretty much only going to be just outside the store. Yeah. If if you destroy their merchandise, they are not going to be happy. I'm aware. Um, I'm pretty sure they're very aware of that. <sighs> hey, you can't get more wanted, right? <laughs> Than the seven. You are. What I would say is you are in the only place in the city where they feel it's safe for you to be, and you're just about to piss off royally one of the... Uh, okay, yeah, so he's on brand. Actions have consequences. <laughs> <laughs> we need to, like, get a, a large trench coat now, sit on top of each other's shoulders. <laughs> okay, I am going to... I'm going to play my DM card at this point. So as you start casting uh, Turn Undead, great big metal shutters drop down at the front of the store. So you no longer have line of sight. Oh. Is that mean? Is that a mean Thank DM you, thing? That's Thank fine. you. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> oh. So, uh, you all, uh, as this happens, you all, uh, so let me, so they've been doing this. What have, um, what have the, what have you other three been doing? Um, one, um, 
Morn would like to um, go and go to the place with the, the, the ladies in the underwear um, and find out why she has got this card. <laughs> Is this okay? Uh, uh, Blue, uh, Roscon, will you come to the ladies with the underwear? I have never tried the underwear. Maybe I should... Um, did it stop with them the the chafing this is like there's many times i imagine going to places like this in fact there's many times i've been to places like this yet this was never a scenario where that was going to be a thing oh come on rothcon it'll be fun she's gonna take his hand <laughs> she's in her massive claw and grab and take blues in the other one Ooh. come along he's in good mood today okay. Uh, uh, Blue, will, yeah, Blue will go with. Um, just hey, so... look after Morn. <laughs> yeah, and that's the only reason Rothcon's not resisting. So when you get to there, basically at the front there's like a, a ticket booth counter, and behind it is a is a, a lizard, uh, a, a lizard woman. Um, he says, "Ah, uh, hello. Um, how can I help you today?" We would like to um, possibly see if there's any private space, if that's okay. Uh, we've had a few drinks and um, we've had a bit of a chat and stuff, and we just want to get to know each other a little bit better, if you know what I mean. Um, how much? Sort of thing, I, I suggest the underbelly. They have a room where you could get to know each other. Here we uh, tend to introduce our own girls. Ah, well, that's the thing. We were hoping for a couple of girls as well. I'm not Just... sure about that, Rothcon. I mean, I, 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 I like having friends, but having uh, too so, many so friends Rothcon is kind of... Rothcon shoots more a look of play along. <laughs> oh, uh, in, I fact, roll for it. in fact, um, Morn feels a tug on her armor. Right, yep. Um, <laughs> and then she looks down. I assume she looks down, does she? Oh, yes, she would. Um, there is a um, toddler Rothgon <laughs> just stood next to her going, Hey, fat face, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I do not think face is particularly fat. <laughs> so, yes, um, we're, we're here for girls. More girls. These girls just, are great, but so we, he we looks, want more girls. She looks across the three of you, just girls? Well, I mean, we're very open-minded people. Kyle, got the. If you've got the gold, we can provide whatever you want. Oh, oh, but I, I have this. Will this get us in? This is um, this is pretty card with pretty glitter on. Um, and Mon shows the ticket collector the the card with Mrs. S's sigil on it. Uh, and so she says, she says, um, pass me the card. Uh oh. No, you can't see it from there. Morn just thrusts it forward further, still holding onto it, but like right in front of the lizard's face. So she she looks behind the three of you and she says, um, come back tomorrow. And a slide, uh, a, again, big metal shutters slide down in front of her and the two girls on either side step back inside and close the whole front of this shop front opens up. And... How do I now get bloomers? <laughs> what I'd like you to do uh, is um... yeah, I'm going to so, Rothgon 
noises are so ominous. Yes. What have we done? <laughs> um. Sorry, I'm just uh, I'm just checking something on my notes. Okay, it's building tension. Mm. Yeah. Good. Good. Okay. Dice. Oh no. Oh god, there's dice. Mm. And there is a dice. But they're high numbers. Yeah. Well, one of them is. <laughs> so, um, I didn't mean to roll it twice, to be honest. So, yes. So, Rothgon, from behind you, uh, you feel this huge metal, like, um, vice grip around you. Um, as it comes to around you, can you do me a dex saving throw at disadvantage? Oh, no. Come on, be Dexy. No! Eight at disadvantage. Oh, the other one was a nat 20. This thing clamps just not just around your body, but around your arms as well. <sighs> so you're now in this vice-like grip. What's going on? Well, so, you tell me. So when you turn round, behind you are... Uh, Three uh, are three dwarves, and the square is rapidly clearing out. Um, Rothgon, you've never seen a dwarf. Um, I so I've not seen them. Do you I can have... see them now, but you've never seen a dwarf before now. Do I have any previous knowledge? So you do know of the legendary. Uh, conflict between the tieflings and the mech dwarves. Uh, so you are aware that tieflings rarely go south of the plug hole and the mech dwarves rarely come north. But when the mech okay. dwarves come north, they either kill or abduct tieflings. And there's three of these uh, dwarfs stood there. One of them, so basically two of them don't have don't have their dwarf arms anymore. They, one of them, one of them has this huge, uh, great big claw-like thing which is gripped around Rothgon, and a sort of um, another arm which has uh, a, a big. Um, instead of an arm, it basically has a huge uh, war axe on. The other one has a war axe for an arm and a big sort of pneumatic press. And in between them, about thirty foot back, is another dwarf which who is opening up um his chest and inside his stomach there is a sort of fiery uh some sort of fieryness oh um rothgon um bites into his tongue and starts chewing blood okay and then he's like so so is he chewing the blood and he starts to swallow he's like you're in for it now guys uh, oh <laughs> i guess that was a one-time only spell <laughs> and so they say they say we're t we're taking we're taking i don't know what voice the dwarves are gonna have we're 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 again maybe they'll be irish we're taking this we're taking the we're taking the tiefling and they start to walk away um, <laughs> i beg your pardon i do not think so uh, there's no such thing yeah mon's gonna gonna hand on flail so out it comes Let's roll for initiative then, guys. Rapier out. 
Um, let's drag mm. token. Da -da -da. Uh, so we're outside Lady S's, aren't we? Oh, hang on, I need my token! Uh, where did uh, we come from? Where are we down here? And just wait for the turn order. Sorry. No worries. One has has rolled a uh, 17. Go on, I've rolled like... Oh, God, we might want to remove the chain devil in Tokaj. Yeah, I've had to remove all the other ones, so can you just all roll again? Oh, uh, sure. Yep. Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Are we back with them and in initiative type thing? Yeah, you're or... in initiative. You can see this happening, but I'm going to say you're over on the other side of the cool. square. Oh, damn right. it. I rolled even worse. <laughs> I like rolled one away, which is nice. Yeah. Oh, that's so shit. oh shit, I need to actually see what I can do when I'm restrained. Um, I would like to request um, of the DM, yeah. the DM call. Um, so part of my um, sentinel feat is that if somebody else attacks somebody else within five feet of me, um, I get a uh, an attack. They're not, within five, they're not within five feet of you. They have a ten foot reach. I mean, oh, well that's rude, isn't it? In it, in it. Yeah. Right. Ooh. Rude. Hoo hoo. Right. Let's roll for their initiatives. Um. Morden now has a ten, by the way. So. Yeah, blue got a ten. Taken unawares. Yeah, Rat Snake's got a thirteen, and Grace has got a fourteen. Uh, Lofgon's on, on 18. He surprisingly being clamped makes you very dexy. I mean, how dark is Lady S's establishment? Could, like, can I get an advantage <laughs> on my dex Because my new armor. It's low, it's low light down here. It's, it's low, it is low light, so... Um... Uh, with, do, I mean, do you want to do some talking amongst yourselves while I just, um, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry, um, dwarves, the tieflings, legendary conflict. Uh, they believe that we're all from hell and we're all here to end the world, which is true mostly, but you know, we, we've talked about this. Well, they don't know that you're going through a moral crisis right now. They didn't exactly ask, did they? I know, it was very sudden. You are very, very capable, Rothgon. If you wanted to end world, world would have been ending by now. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in you. I don't really want to do It's nice to have a cheerleader. I don't think I would fit in outfit. I, I think... <laughs> I think... <laughs> you could rock some pom-poms. Oh, pom-poms. These I have not... Hmm. Maybe I will try this someday. I hope this isn't canon. Just, just while, just while <laughs> Rothgard is grappled. We're just, yeah. just chatting away. Being dragged along. I could, yeah, I you could, would rock some pom-coms, yeah. I mean, I could give you some behind-the-scenes knowledge yeah. of um, why Morn is in such a good mood, despite the fact that two of her friends have been killed in the past couple of weeks, is yeah. that uh, she did some praying while she was doing some sleeping, um, and she asked Paladin uh, why, what the universe is, has in store for her if, she keep, if it keeps killing off her friends. And Paladine, in her dreams, 
uh, told her to use it, use her anger um, for battle. Um, and so now she has the um, savage attack feat mm. because of her ang- ang- anguish at uh, her friends being killed. By angst. By angst. Mm. Yeah, she's not a very angsty person outwardly. She uses her angst for kind of battley things. So I'm afraid the uh, dwarves uh, rolled quite high. <laughs> uh, so the first two dwarves rolled uh, 20. Um, so... Let me just get my sheets on. Right. Here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, the dwarf with uh, Ratsnick is going to move one, two, three, four, five, six. So there, with Ratsnick in tow. Uh, Rothgon. Rothgon. Finally, he confused me with somebody. <laughs> uh, and this guy's going to move up to here. Um, I should say that in the middle of this square is basically lit by a huge hole in the um, in the in the grounds. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a huge hole in the ground which quite a lot of intense light is coming out of. Um, oh, no. Which on your trips is is sort of there's lava many feet below that is lighting, up, illuminating the street. Um, so yeah, that's there. They've basically moved uh, away from you. Um, so it's now Rothgon's turn. Okay, so he's struggling in this vice thing as they drag him along. Um, he then shouts. So at you can them. you can try and escape with a strength. Uh, not not Rothgon style. Um, <laughs> he shouts, "Release!" and casts command on all three of the dwarfs as a third level spell. So I need a wisdom okay. saving. Throw Do from... you need your arms to cast that spell? Nope, it is just a vocal component. Ooh, you yeah, didn't take my mouth out. <laughs> uh... When will we learn? Always take Rothgon's mouth out. <laughs> oh shit, that's a pass. Right, so I haven't rolled yet. Oh, uh... <laughs> So what do what am I rolling against? Wisdom saving DC on all three of them, please. Okay, so uh, first one rolls a twelve. Um, Fail. The one holding Rothgon. Let's roll for that one next, shall we? Excitement. <gasps> Fail. Yeah. Fail. And the cannonball. <laughs> That's another fail. So that he rolled a he rolled a uh, six or nine. He got no. He got a seven. They're not very uh, wisdomous these dwarves. Okie dokie. So what happens when so what's the command? command? Re- release. Oh, he yeah. So the the one holding you drops you. Amazing. So the vis the visor's off me. Yep. Yep. Okay, um, then Rothgon will literally um, scutter back all of his movement um, to Blue and Morn. And that ends um, his turn. Yes. Okay, so we're on to Mavis's turn. 
Um, I mean, yeah, at this point, like, she hasn't had a command um, from Ratsnick Bar wait here for me. So she's not going to do anything this turn. Okay. Do you want to hold her turn until um, Ratsnick can give her a command? No, 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 no. He's he's gonna get her to sort of hang back a little bit more anyway at the minute. So yeah, no, okay. nothing for Mavis. So next we've got Ratsnick. Okay. Uh, so Ratsnick, uh, we've got thirty foot move. Let's see. Let's go four. So he's going to. Is this like um, like a, a stall or bench here? You've got a stall in front of you. Okay. Um, which you could definitely, definitely hide behind. Um, yeah. So he'll sort of pop his head up over, um, over the stall, um, cast Firebolt at the dwarf closest to him. Um, okay. And let's see what we get. A 13 to hit for nine fire damage. It's a miss, I'm afraid. Okay. And with that, he'll sort of crouch back down um, behind the stall. And that's Ratsnick done. Okay, so we've got Ratsnick, so now we've got Blue. Blue will um, bow out and fire um, an arrow at the um, dwarf, um, at one of the dwarfs. The dwarf that had um, Rothgon. Okay, um, so that's the dwarf closest to you? Yeah. Um... And just be like, and and then and also whilst doing that, be like, just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a twenty-two hit. Uh, twenty-two hits. Um, six, uh, piercing damage. Um, can I add my sneak attack onto that, or did I have to say that beforehand? Uh, you have to say that beforehand, I think. I thought so, because I completely forgot. I forgot oh, about Connor's it. shaking his head. Hang on. Okay. Connor's... I... Okay, you don't. There you go. You can add it on. Yay! Cool. I'm going to add add sneak attack. So another D6 on to there. Um, that's a 6, so 12 damage. Cool. Good rolling. Uh... <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, Is that blue turn? She'll, she'll fire another arrow. Just... Okay. Um, and fuck off again. Mm. Oh, that's another 22 to hit. Nice. With four piercing damage. Wait, that was in that, was that? Oh, it was in that 20. No, it wasn't. Was it? Not quite. No, no you rolled a... Oh, no, it was 15. Sorry, yeah. I got confused. Um, <laughs> I was say, normally it's nice like... Let's nice play, Okay, so we're on to Morn's turn. Morn is not happy. Morn, <laughs> lost, Morn already lost a friend yesterday. She is not losing another friend when we are supposed to be safe in this place. She is very miffed. Um, so she's going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, uh, 25, 30 feet. Let's have a look. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Oh, that's handy. Um, Morn is going to... Um, kind of hock a loogie in her throat. Um, and she's going to say, Portokaj! And she's going to breathe out her acid breath weapon. 
um, in a line, and these guys have got to make a deck saving throw um, to beat 12. I think for a line, you can get two of the three. Why do you reckon? Mm, just because of how, li- how, how lines <laughs> work. Yeah, these guys are like... These guys are within five feet. They're almost in a line, but they're within five feet, so you don't get an extra. It's not a ten foot wide, it's a five foot wide. So you can choose ten. I'm just going to go with, because I'm the DM? How's that? (laughs) Question Uh... wife. (laughs) Okay. Um, So um, why is one of them orange, can I ask? He's he's the guy who was opening up his chest. Oh, opening up his chest. Weird. Um, uh, yes, in that case, I will get the guy who's in front of me. Um, I'm trying to okay. ping, but I don't know how to ping. Um, That's it. Yeah, yeah. So there's a guy about guy. 10 feet in front of you, yeah. Yep, and I will get the leader guy who's okay. opening his chest for some reason. Uh, they must make dexterity saving throws. <laughs> one oh them, no! One of them rolled a two. He's got dex. To be fair, he has a dex of plus three, so he gets a five. Does that pass? It does not. Okay. Mm-hmm. And oh. the next one, uh, the other one rolled a twelve. A twelve? That's on the nose. So who does that go to? Uh, that goes to the defender. It's a succeed. I think. Yeah, it's a succeed. Let's succeed. Oh, okay. So uh, let's 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 roll your damage, shall we? La 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 la. <laughs> uh, so one of the guys gets eight acid damage. Okay. And uh, the guy who dodged it gets four. And there's a massive, massive like belch sound when she does this it's not like her graceful lightning fire with a big roar it's like a proper <laughs> disgusting belch oh that feels much better cool is that a blues turn it's not blues turn but it's morn's turn Flaff, i did so well i did so well <laughs> you did my okay love. so we come on to the next dwarf and yeah, he opens up his chest, and yeah, so he opens he opens up his chest, um, and um, in place of his stomach is a great big hole. Um, behind it is you see this fire uh, brewing up, and um, he is going to fire a fireball at Rothgon. Um, so... Oh, man! Come on! I rolled a three. What's the three on? So that's not the attack. So it's the seven to hit. <laughs> oh, it's a bolt, not ball. Was it fireball? Bolt. Oh, it's not a spell, guys. It's my own oh, okay. creation. Okay. Oh, okay. cool. Yeah, I'm just concerned about you setting the whole market up. Yeah, that got scary (laughs) for a second. And and more like blue. It's a ranged attack, so it hits. It hits the metal, uh, the metal vise. It hits like the metal behind um, the two of you and and dissipates. Um, It's like a yeah. And 
Mm. He, he, he's there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's his turn. So we're on to Grongle. So Grongle, seeing that big old fiery thing, scarfers behind the, the little sanctuary that Ratsnake's got. Um, and he's like, um, I have a cunning plan for... Uh, Never mind. And he's just going to put his fingers together and start pulling out of this black ichor and just put it, uh, like, basically cover. Um, it is Grace left, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So um, he's going to start bringing it down, Grace. And he, start, he starts touching her. Her form starts changing and her arm just starts bulking out and she starts growing um, <laughs> into a, uh, a giant ape as he casts Polymorph on her. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, yeah, her body just starts contorting into this, like, I guess about 17-ish foot, huge gorilla-esque, um, still with a daisy on her hair and, a, like, a torn dress. Oh, um, that's amazing. Okay. And it just turns to wrestling and says, have fun. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and is that Grongo's turn? Uh, I don't know what else I can do on a bonus action, except, you know, I can hide as a bonus action. Hide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'll just I'll just hide behind the thing. You say it was giant ape for stat block. Giant ape, yeah. Okay, I got it. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah. So do you need me to make a stealth check for that hide? Uh, no, I'm gonna let you do it. Okay, cool. They're not looking at you. You haven't done anything to them. You are hidden. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Uh, so the this dwarf. Um, is going to say so the dwarf that initially grappled Rothgon is now going to come down and attack Morn. Yeah, so he is actually going to stand 10 feet away. And as you look at him, this axe on his arm clunks round and uh, he's got this huge glaive that. Uh, Morn, as you look at him, you think, I could not wield a glaive with one arm, but all this sort of mech seems to give him the, the strength to do it. And he is going to probably roll a two or three. What do you reckon? What do you reckon I can roll on this one? Uh, oh, an eight! An eight! Plus five! Thirteen to hit, Morn! Thirteen to hit? Well, it hits the <laughs> armor, but it slides right off. <laughs> and he's going to Make a second attack. Come on, man! Seventeen. Up again. It again. Mm. It hits my armor, but it just is so shiny. It just slides right off. <laughs> uh, Morn will will smile and nod her head in in a kind of hmm. That is that is. I'm impressed. <laughs> he says, "Why are you Why are you defending this demon? We just want him to translate this." And he waves uh, a letter around. And uh, Grongle, from where you're looking, you can see that there is a seal on this um, letter. Um, and it's the seal of a black uh, sun rising between two mountains, one of which is red and one of which is purple. And your mind, you immediately remember the painting you saw when you were transported to the tower and the, and the picture you saw in your, and the, and the place you saw in your dreams of these two uh, mountains. Ratsnick, sorry, that was. Man, that was Ratsnick. All of that was to Ratsnick. <laughs> yeah, I got it, I got it. Don't worry, I'm on it, yes, okay. Still a long week. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, the next one 
Um, his arm clicks from this battle axe into a heavy crossbow, and he is going to fire at Rothgon. You want me to translate something? You know, I need to be alive for that. Go for it. Lol. Yes, I should have rolled. Sorry. No, I said lol. I said lol. Lol, okay. <laughs> rolled. Oh, for goodness sake, I rolled a nine. So nine plus uh, three. Twelve to hit. Oh, my God. I don't even need to use shield for that. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. I've showed Matt these before. I showed Matt the um, stat blocks for these, and he was like, man, they're really OP, Paul. I'm not sure about them. And, uh, yeah, they seem real OP at the moment, don't they? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Plus three to hit. That oh, for feel... goodness sake. Nine to hit. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Rothgon's looking... You're the stormtroopers of the dwarves, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Rothgon's feeling a little bit cocky from seeing all the misses. Um, and he runs forward and jumps up on top of this stall, assuming that people have, like, abandoned the area and gone running. Yeah, yeah everyone's... Yeah, there's no and one he's like, So, boys, I've heard you like to hang around at the edges of hell, but have you ever been there yourselves? Um, and he holds his hands to his head as his eyes flare green and a darkness falls upon all three of the dwarves whilst I get my pretty drawing thing out. Da, da, da. That's a shape thing, that's annoying. Freehand, that's what I want. I'm just going to clear nothing. those drawings before you do anything else. Hang on. Oh, okay. Sorry, now do it. Okay. Um, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. No, we don't want to do that. Um, can I, could you clear that for me as well? Is I'm it really? Yeah. Are you about to do a radius? Um, having yes. real issues with the paint <laughs> function. I really so am. Funny. So um, if you I, want to, I guess the easiest way to do it quickly is yeah. drag and drop another Rothgon from your journal and chuck it where you want the spell to be centered on. I tell you what, don't worry about it. Or just, uh, it's a 20 foot radius, is it? Yeah. Yeah, but not including Morn. That's, I realized when I was drawing, I'm like, oh no, Morn's in this. We don't want that. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, you can, you can uh, set, uh, you can give a token a radius on roll 20. Just flat give it like a glowing radius. Oh, cool. Yeah. It, like I said, if, if you want to just drag another Rothgon right, onto the I map, will quick. pop a Rothgon on. It is quick. Oh, right. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Click on the token. You can do this, Steven. Click on the cog. Yeah. Scroll down, aura one, and then just put, uh, it says aura one radius, just type um, 20 foot or 30 foot, whatever it is, into there. Oh, I'm still on paint, that's why I'm struggling. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Love learning about roll 20. Like, Podcast is learning how we worked roll 20. Oh, look okay. at that. Nice. Okay, cool. Luke, cool you're cool. awesome. Right, oh, it only so shows for you and DM, sorry, I, I guess, because I can't see it. Oh, okay. But we can yeah. see it, and that's all yeah. that matters. Um, so on... No one can see it apart from us, but that's fine. Okay, yeah. yes, I see where okay. it is. So, so okay. what the rest of the team are going to see is um, there's just a blackness that's kind of um, gone in front of where Morn is, and the, like, the, the, the light area is gone to you guys. You can just see black clouds. Um, 
As for the dwarves, you guys are now blind. It is difficult terrain. Um, and for all intents and purposes, you believe that you're in hell. You hear the screams of torches, the twists of change. You feel the heat of fire, but also an icy coldness. So at the beginning of every turn, you have to uh, take cold damage. And then at the end of every turn, you have to make a dexterity saving throw to see if you take acid damage from grossness spitting at you. Wow. It smells awful. <laughs> Do you say we can or can't see into that, Stephen? Sorry. You can't. Well, if you can see into magical darkness... Yeah, otherwise can... it just looks like a otherwise dome of can't. blackness, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rothgon will then use uh, Toddler Rothgon, who's with um, Morn, and just be like, just throw any magic into there. It'll be fine. But uh, only um... Morn heard that. Toddler Rothcon says, throw any magic in, it will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that Rothcon's turn? Yeah, I think so. He's just going to concentrate on this, have a laugh. Okay. Everybody else like Maud has lost her mind. I mean, <laughs> 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 she's had a bit of a morning. So we're on, we're on to, is it Mavis who's left? Who's left? Yes, Grace. Mavis. Great. Grace. 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 Yeah. Oh, Mavis so, died many moons ago. We got now Ape Grace is going to Ape launch Grace. over the store. Um, I guess uh, whether you want to roll for like a chance or anything for obviously they would have had she would have had her sight set on the dwarf yeah. closest to Morn. Whether they can now track, like pin them down, or whether you want to roll a chance, but essentially that's what the ape was charging. Oh, I imagine like. They got over the uh, as they were climbing over the stalls, probably when the darkness went up. Okay, um, I'm going to roll something, and I'll tell you. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. uh, she's she can attack at disadvantage. Oh yeah, yeah. I was going to say if she was within range, it would be disadvantage anyway. Yeah. All right. Yeah, she's blind. Okay, so I'll roll now. So that she's just basically just going to be swinging wildly when she gets close. So we have. Uh, what's it? It's a plus nine to hit, so unfortunately disadvantage. So it's a um, does a fifteen hit? A fifteen's a miss. Fifteen's oh. a miss, and it's got multi attack. So the second one, ah, uh, there's no, it's definitely not going to hit them. Unfortunately not. That second that was a one, crit. I know that would have been a crit. So unfortunately, Grace is going to need to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, what have we oh, got on here? Dex, they got a plus two now. Okay, so uh, we have a 19 deck save. She's good. She's good. Nice. <laughs> All right, uh, that's Grace done. It's Ratsnick's turn then. Okay, so Ratsnick um, is going to, again, pretty much however you want to roll it, but would have cast a spell centered on Pretty much the exact same point Rothgon's just cast his on. Um, okay. So, yeah, he's going to cast Sickening Radiance uh, into there. So, <laughs> so, all of a sudden, there's just this... Um, not that any of us can see it, but anyone that can see through Magical Darkness um, would just see this, like, green pulse just sort of bounce outwards and then retract. And... Yeah, just like hum with this like green haze throughout this area. So I need um 
Oh, great. It's going to be Grace as well. Uh, but the three <laughs> dwarfs and Grace, on the start of their turns, are going to need to do constitution saving throws DC 16. So nothing now, but con saves at the start of their turns. And Ratzik's going to crouch back down. And that's him done. Rothgon will try and catch Ratzik's eye just to give him a, like, a confirmation. You did good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that, he looked quite shattered. That was quite a, a powerful spell for him. So he's going to sort of take a few deep breaths and just listen for the sounds of vomiting and sickness, basically. Along with the screams of torture and fire. It's <laughs> a horrible place to be. <laughs> it's a mess in there. Yeah, Reminds me of my, clubbing. Okay, so um note note to self the we need to make uh monsters much more monstrous okay uh blue's turn i mean blue will have heard them like saying we need we wanted you to do a thing for us right no but you said I, that to I, morn I, well he I, shouted it would you, you'd have all heard oh okay oh um but now there's this whole thing. I'm, Blue was about to be diplomatic, but then now, now, now literally hell has broken loose. Um, uh, she's gonna, she's going to run uh, and stand next to Morn. Um, I mean, she can't do anything. She, she can't do anything really. Um, I think. She's actually going to hold her action um, ready. She's going to ready a, an arrow um, to fly when she can see what's going on. Um, but she's actually going to say, um, did they want help? Seems like they're going about it the wrong way. But then she's going <laughs> to be ready. To, to fire as soon as she sees something um, going down. Cool. So it's uh, Morn's turn. I mean, if they'd just asked, we might have actually helped. <laughs> right? <laughs> ah. Que sera, sera. <laughs> she's going to... Uh, um, she's going to lob a javelin in, in there. Um... I'm guessing at disadvantage because she can't see where she's throwing it. Um, but the last time she saw uh, one of the dwarves, they were like right in front of her. Yeah, so she's uh, gonna fire. She's gonna throw it at the. Yeah, okay. Yes, at disadvantage to the one that's yeah. directly in front of her. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, cool. Um, and that's a thirteen to hit. And that's a miss. Oh. I did not hear any extra screaming from that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I may try again. So she's going to do the same thing. She's got two javelins. She's going to chuck her other javelin in. Wait while I get it out of my pack. Hang on. <laughs> uh, that is a 16 to hit. And that's a miss as well, I'm afraid. Oh. That's a miss? Wow. Um... Okie dokie. I am sorry about this blue, but obviously I cannot see anything. Um, Okie doke! <laughs> okay, <laughs> so... Cannonball. Cannonball. Um, so, 
here is your cold damage. Oh, yes, I've got to take a load of damage, haven't I? Yeah, they're all yeah, going to die. Okay, yeah. Eight from Rothgon's cold damage. And then a constitution saving throw, DC 16, for the sickening radiance. <laughs> they're not wise. They're not dexty. Uh, and a dex say and oh sorry wisdom saving throw isn't it okay. constitution no, con 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 okay so it fails so it takes 22 points of radiant oh, no, that's, not, that's not the full hang on that's not okay. the full that's not with the modifier um so he uh that's an 18 so he passed oh. so he just takes 11 points of radiant damage Now he's allowed to do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I can you imagine the set like what Morn and Blue must hear. There's an ape screaming and flailing and thumping around. There's hellish noises and like the sounds of like gagging and sputtering and all Twi sorts. Yeah, going twisting there. chains and screams of pain uh, and fire on a Friday night. <laughs> oh. Okay, so the another fireball comes firing out and misses wildly. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't even a disadvantage, was it? No, no, that was that was he rolled a third nine. Uh, okay, so um, I guess I'll that. probably okay. put the token right. up for you real quick. Whilst you do, go on. So that's the sickening radiance as a heads up, Paul. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. Cool. Yeah, and I've got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he that's going to be his turn. Okay, so, so you need to do a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. So that's uh, that's a uh, that's a uh, um, it's a bit of a fail. Six, so six, six. Um, so you can have nine acid damage. Man, I cannot roll to save my life today. <laughs> okay. Uh, so now we're on to Grongle's turn. Yeah. Um, did I see the little letter as well? Because I was hiding out with um, Rat's Neck. Uh, you can roll a perception check for me if you want. Well, I'd see if I saw it at that time. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Hope so. This turn relies on it. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat. Nope, that one. Well, you were hiding, so you were ducked down, so no. Okay, that's fine. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yes, let me rethink my turn really quickly then. Um... How loud? You know, we said we heard a lot of noises coming from the 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 place. How loud is it? I guess that's more at Ratsnick and. Um, I mean, so Ratsnick's end, like the only noise is just going to be a giant ape roaring and like thrashing around. So I don't know how loud the hell is. I think for you guys, it's almost like hearing it through underwater because you're not yeah. in it. So you're hearing like um, you're hearing the the the, the sort of the muted sounds whereas they're like living it 
Oh, not making this easy, guys. Uh, right. Sorry. It sh should be. Uh, <laughs> I will. So Grongo's gonna run. Is he gonna run? Yes. No. He's gonna cast silence on the darkness <laughs> hellscape zones. So just drop oh. the. Is that okay with you? I'm doing it, so it I don't really care. It won't mess me up. <laughs> Doesn't mess me up. I'm just like. It stops the dwarfs from talking. Or casting spells. Or um, casting spells. <laughs> hey, my turn went out the window the minute I didn't see that little letter, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm reading. Um, yes. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yes, so they have a 20-foot sphere of silence dropped on the, on the hellscape, sickening <laughs> treble layer they can't even scream <laughs> ceiling in pain jutsu. they can't see they can't speak <laughs> wow we are not the good guys take away the senses <laughs> <laughs> okay. to be fair they clamped me they did <laughs> don't they clamp did without consent Ask didn't even give you a parking ticket later. exactly <laughs> no warning okay so the first dwarf is so, going. Um, he's gonna yeah. um, take some cold first, and then his constitution save. Um, so eight cold damage to dwarf number one. Okay, and then a con save. Yeah. It's probably failed that. Uh, so that is uh, sixteen. Uh, sixteen is is what he needs. So he passed. So he just takes eight radiant damage. Okay. Um. Eight radiant. Okay. Okay. He has definitely had enough of being in here. So he is going to head straight for Rothgon. Uh, um, so half, half, so that's... What's, it's, yeah. it's difficult terrain, yeah. Yeah, he, um, he's only had to move a little way. Um, and he is... Uh, he'll get an... Uh, so the ape will get an, adva uh, an attack of opportunity at disadvantage. Mm, uh, I don't know, because she can't see. He's just it's trying to wildly. She was engaged. How tall is the sphere of darkness? Twenty. It's twenty. Yeah. Like yeah, around. So, yeah. Um. I That'd mean, be yeah. So funny if my head was just poking out. <laughs> that's, what I was, that's what I was imagining. That's why I asked. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, from the neck down, it's hell. Yeah, I guess. I guess, kind of. Yeah, maybe get the attack for because she's just <laughs> flailing constantly. So. I don't I mean, know. I'm at disadvantage. Yeah. We, Go we, for it. We, I like it. At disadvantage. So two D twenty take the lower. Uh, no miss. Never oh. mind. Yeah, no, to run that one on one of the rolls, so I won't roll the other one. So she's just in there, just flailing around, roaring, screaming. No That's idea. Even I guess with the one we'll take. She doesn't. Need, well, she won't anyway. Have no idea the dwarfs even fled. So <laughs> okay. So he is going to. Hit Rothgon with so as he comes out, this glaive is turning back into a great axe, and it's gonna make seventeen to hit Rothgon. Hang on, as a reaction, 
I cast shield. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, it's a, um, so plus five, so I'm 20 AC for... Um, okay. For a bit. <laughs> oh, with his second attack though, he rolls a nat 20. Oh. Um, invisible shield. Until uh, until the start of your next turn, but I'm still in 20 AC. Yeah, that's fine. I've got 25 to hit, and Oh, yeah, then you hit me. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so you can take... Um, you take uh, 70, 23 damage. 23 from one hit! Ah! <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so that's 42. Gulpeth. Gulp, indeed. Mm. Um, and I need to do a... Oh my god, my concentration... <sighs> that's scary. Made it there. And the hellscape disappears. Oh okay. no. Oh no. Okay, so hellscape's gone. Okay, so we're on to the next one. All right, so and still uh, got to do a yeah, because it's a thirty foot radius. So this is slightly bigger than the hellscape. So it should have been spilling out around it anyway. But anyway, um, so yeah, Constitution saving throw eighteen on a fail, nine on a pass. Uh, and that would be a fail at ten. So he so takes how much eighteen points of radiant damage and suffers one level of exhaustion. <gasps> Which at the at level one is disadvantage on all ability checks. They're not okay. saving throws, right. just abilities. So that'll be on attacks as well, then. No, no, he's good for attacks. Okay, attacks um, and okay, saving cool, throws cool. are in effect. It's just like um, arcana, intelligence, perception, that sort of thing. Cool. Okay. Um. It just so how much damage was it? Eighteen? Did you say? Yeah, eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Do some maths. That's that okay. It's, it's like on the surface, you think, oh no, I'll just take fireball. Fireball's more damage, but. You, if you can't get out of it, it's horrible. Mm. So, he is going to... So, his, uh, new, with his pneumatic arm, he grips the back of the other dwarf. The other dwarf folds his arms in, and uh, he's encased in metal. So, um, basically, all around him, he had these extra metal panels, the uh, one that had the fireball in his chest, and uh, the pneumatic... Uh, this pneumatic arm fires this uh, metal ball at. <laughs> I love the sound effect. <laughs> and this dwarf. Who's he firing at? Rothgon, always Rothgon. Always Rothgon. Why kill and... the one you're trying to get to do stuff for you, idiots? <laughs> Yeah. That is a 20... Oh, crap. That's a 21 to hit. So that hits, so yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, that just, just. Okay. Um, they heard about our amazing talking undead, that's why. Yeah. 
We just need to check. Okay, so it's not actually as much damage as you'll be right. Well, it's quite a lot of damage. It's 16 oh. damage. 16. Um, okay. So this metal ball dwarf comes flying straight at Rothgon uh, and all the way and smashes into the front of Lady S's shop. Um, Rothgon, can you yep. also make a dex save, please? Oh, no. Have such Ooh. Ooh, 19. That will be a pass. And this dwarf is going to run one, two. There's no restriction on movement in here, is there? Nope. No, no, no. no. Uh, Not from Sigma Radiance. Four, five, six. Just make it to the edge where he is going to wallop Rothgon again. Um. Oh, and that's a 13 to hit, and we know your armor's 20, so that's what we miss. And that's their turn. It's Rothgun's turn. Okay, so can I real quick do a retcon? I um, I didn't realize, both, well, I, yeah, I panicked. Silence and polymorph both concentration. Had I known that, I wouldn't have done silence. Um, it's up cool. to you. I, no, that's you know, fine. Yeah, I'm happy okay. to. That's fine. We'll we'll wreck on that. That's fine. So there's no silence. Okay. Um. So. Rothgon is very very blooded. We just got cleaned. <laughs> um, and um. He turns round to the one that hit him for the most damage at the bottom. It's like. You can't escape hell that quickly. Can you make a wisdom saving throw? I should have told you they weren't very wisdom. Should I? <laughs> I th- it's, 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 they, they, they just give a vibe. <laughs> it's just a vibe about them. Oh, my days. Uh, that is a six. So running for your head, you hear the screams and tortures of hell. Oh, my God. That's not okay. Um, screaming tortures of hell, um, and you take nine psychic damage, and you have to move far away from me because you're terrified, I think. Um, you don't move into any obvious kinds of danger. Um, target takes half as much damage. Yeah. Um, if available, um, move as far as their speed allows you to. Okay. Cool. Um, so that's my action. Um, and then bonus action, I'm going to ignite flame blade in my hand. And I'll end my turn. Okay. So now we're on to 
Uh, Grace's turn. So, Grace, now being able to see, is going to carry on attacking... Um, well, moving up to the uh, dwarf, and is going to try to grapple the dwarf. So, okay. an opposed so, strength. So, basically, the dwarf makes a... Um, Oh, is which was the one that was hit by the sickening radiance? Sorry, is that the top or bottom one? I can't. I thought I assumed it was the one who had initially tried to grapple. Sorry, Paul. The one that um, that Luke's approached. Um, it's a reaction to move as far away from Mothcon as possible, so you have to do it immediately. Oh, so you have to okay. do it immediately. Yeah, okay. all, all of your movement. All right, Grace, That's I'll sit there fine. for now. Okay. So won't move into obvious danger, which I'm going to take as um, the sickening. Yeah. Right. So he's going to have to move one. So oh, flipping, he's going to die. So Rothgon and Blue get an attack of opportunity. So do you want to take that first? So yeah. we're going to even get into the zone of bloody Morn Sentinel. <laughs> rubbing my hands together here. Rothgon is going to fire two blasts of Eldritch Blast. It's oh. an attack, but obviously... Oh. That's a crit, baby. <laughs> oh. So what's the max damage of that? Max damage would be a 10, and do you want me to roll another d10 to see? Yes. So 10 plus uh, 2. So 12 um, on that Eldritch Blast. Okay, so he is looking pretty bad. Here comes the second one. Okay. Because obviously it's two... Forks. Um, dirty 20 oh, for two damage this time. Oh, still, 14 damage on and off for that attack of opportunity. Okay, so blue. Um, Blue will, will already had an arrow knocked. Notched. Oh, knocked. she did as well. Um, And because I actually, I realised I did that, but then I wasn't, I, I wasn't sure on the rules of readying actions, and I, 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 I've never really done it before, so I was like, can I just pipe up and, and do it whenever? Um, yeah. so I realised I probably should have done that as soon as they came out of the darkness, but I did not, no. Um, but they're close to her, and I'm, I don't know about in terms of arrow, like longbow distance and things. Would that, because he's right next to me. Uh, it will be at disadvantage. Yeah, I mean, it would. I given that it's a reaction, I don't. I don't have time to like change weapons, so I'm just going to do that. No, you can do that. You can do two at disadvantage. Two attacks okay. at disadvantage. I'll let you do the reaction and the attack of opportunity. Oh, sweet. Okay, well that's a nine to hit. Miss um, miss. And fourteen. That's a miss as well, I'm afraid. Yeah. Makes sense, though. Okay, so he's going to run to there, and then I think he's going to keep running in uh, away from... Actually, he's he's not going to run into obvious danger. Yeah, he's going to run past Morn, he's, isn't he? He's got, he's got to run like, just in the opposite direction, isn't he? Yeah. Poor little and, soldier. Am I just correct? If, if Morn hits him because of, yes. like, attack opportunity and center, running. he's got to stop running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yes, this is um uh so the this is nineteen to hit. 
Um, it says nine bludgeoning damage, but I um, I have savage attack, which means I can re-roll the damage and pick which uh, roll uh, I would use. Nineteen's a miss, I'm afraid. Nineteen is miss. Yeah. I beg pardon. Nineteen's a miss. Why? Oh, rude. Oh, damn. Um, this is embarrassing for Morn. <laughs> <laughs> so he makes it past, does he? He makes it past. Okay. Two, rude. three, four. Five, six. Okay, so. Happy about this. No. Is that the end of Rothgon's turn? Uh, well, it, it, yeah, it was the start of Grace's turn. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I had to. Oh, sorry. Yeah. There was so, the immediate reaction of the dwarf. Yeah. So Grace has got her Constitution saving throw to do first, being in the sickening radiance. So she fails, taking. 4d10. 24 oh. damage and one point of exhaustion. Uh, what is the health of... Oh, Gorilla Grace! Oh, she's fine. Yeah, oh, she's fine. She's okay. Um, <laughs> that's alright. Um, so she's going to run up to the dwarf and attempt to grapple it. So this is the, the one that got the sickening that failed the throw. On the sickening radiant, so the base they're both on disadvantage. So strength, athletics, both of them are on disadvantage. Okay. So, oh wow, so that one, so five for Grace. That's a myth. That's all oh, right. So she, I, so I have to do a strength. Yeah, um, athletics, strength, athletics at disadvantage. Okay. Uh, he, he will pass. He will. Okay, that's it then. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's right. That's, that's Grace all done on her turn. Okay. So, while this is... So, just as um, Ratsnick's readying his turn, and I will probably let you take your turn um, after this, but um, as you're watching, you hear this um, loud sort of uh, croak and roar. Uh, come from the alleyway between the bucket of muck and the poor it all and this huge toad comes flying in with um, with um, sticks uh, brandished she cracks the dwarf that's running away in the face and it looks like she'd meant to just stop him running uh, but just his head explodes he's so badly damaged uh, <laughs> He falls dead, and she says, How dare you... Uh, sorry, let me just get the voice right. How dare you start a fight in my square, dwarves? And the dwarves both, like, look at her, and are like, uh, and, like, they now start, um, uh, start moving away. And I'm guessing you will attempt to make an attack of opportunity, and she's going to say, let, let them escape. Um, Mavis, Mavis is just her last order was attack. So Mavis okay. will if if they're trying to uh, not Mavis Grace even. Um, eight yeah. Grace will attack. So okay. disadvantage. No advantage. Uh, normal now, isn't it? Because they're out of the mm -hmm. darkness. So normal. We got a plus nine to hit. So sixteen. She's trying to grapple again. No, no, no. This is just a swing. Just a blind swing. Oh, that's a miss. Right, that's that's Grace done. That's fine. Okay, so the dwarves are going to move. Rothgon will attempt 
with the flame blade on the one that's closest to him. Okay. That's also a miss. That's a miss, yeah. My fire damage is shit. So they are going to move as fast as they can. So they're going to make it to about there. So, and you've got a dead dwarf just here. And let's bring her in. Which was the dwarf holding that letter, sorry, Paul? Yeah. It's one that's fallen dead. Okay, it is the, okay, nice. No, sorry, then. I was going to say those rats um, could chase him, but no, that's fine. So it's Ratsnick's turn. Um, so they're they're they are complete. They're just booking it. They're not like retreating yeah, to get so a better shot. They are gone. As, as their reaction to her was that they had to flee from her. So. Okay. And that dwarf is hurt, but still alive. No, dead. Oh, it's dead. Head explode. His okay. head did explode. Yeah. So, she had meant yeah. to just that. stop it. But, um. So, Ratsnick, will, I, he'll, he'll dismiss his um, stinking clay, uh, not stinking clay, sickening radiance. Okay. Um, and then he'll just sort of, he'll cast Mage Hand um, right next to the dwarf for the Mage Hand to grab the letter and head back to him. Okay, cool. Oh, wow, that's genius. That's successful. Yeah, that's it. Um, I mean, next turn he'll read it, but yeah, that's him done for now. Just sort of, it's uh, do it low to the grain so it's not in like full view of everyone and everything. Um, so okay. the main to just zip back to him, sort of as low to the grain as possible, and then yeah, next turn he'll read it. But that's him done for now. Okay, if you guys are happy, unless you want to try and pursue them, but we're pretty much out of combat. Yeah. Yeah. If we're out of combat, Morn would like to go over over to Headless uh, Headless Dwarf. Uh, Ranakane, this dwarf, he he waved a bit of paper. Do you mind if I retrieve a bit of paper? So, um, uh, uh, Ratsnick has got the piece of paper. Oh, Ratsnick has a piece of paper. Uh, Ratsnick, um, piece of paper. Um, they said something about they wanted... Um, Roscon to translate something, but I don't know why they don't just tap on back and ask rather than do this crazy bear hug attacky thing. Yeah, I mean, as he says that, Ratsnick is opening it and reading it. He's walking towards the walking towards Morn, but he's opening it okay. and reading it. And Roscon is it written in? So I tell you what you can see on there. So he what languages? What languages do you speak? He has common, undercommon, gnomish, dwarvish, and infernal. Oh, how very well read of you, mm. Ratsnick. He's intelligent, like in wisdom, yeah. not so much, but intelligence. He's a he's on twenty yeah. intelligence now since we leveled up. Yeah. Mm. Okay, uh, I'll tell you what it says. Bear with me. All okay, the so no common sense. So in common is an address. Okay. Um, and um, I am going to say that it is 10 past 10. Mm. Oh. oh. The rest Ooh. of the letter is written in Infernal. Oh. Okay. Ooh. And this is the note I told you about, Luke. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So Ratsnick reads it, and I'll let Re 
Ratsnick know what the note says. Okay. Um, but I don't know if you want to do anything. So he'll scan through the letter a bit quick. And he'll look around slightly, like, not sorry, um, sheepish, slightly ashamed, maybe. And then um, touch a point on the back of the letter and go invisible. And we're going to leave it there, guys. (laughs) Okay. Um... So yeah, that's uh, that brings us to the end of today's session. Um, what? 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 Much chaos and just ensued. So much us. chaos. Uh, oh. And uh, yes, so um, we will pick up next week with uh, a disappeared Ratsnick and a fairly angry Toad. <laughs> <laughs> They're fairly beaten Rothgon. <laughs> a really beaten Rothgon, man. Yeah. And, oh, uh, our sound wizard is playing his tiny violin. Or toddler Rothgon, just... Oh, yeah. That, that, now now um, Matt is toddler Rothgon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stephen just messaged Matt. in the background. <laughs> okay, so no. podcast listeners, I need to tell you something. So if you're listening to us on podcast, what's even better is if you can watch us because you can see all our amazing faces um, and you can watch us on Twitch. It's normally pretty much every Sunday, sort of, um, at seven o'clock. Um, Stephen's beautiful face. Uh, he's just showing off there. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Um, and podcast listeners. This face is for you. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't get to see that face because you're not on Twitch. So come find us on Twitch, uh, rather damn dice. Uh, we do it live on a Sunday at seven o'clock, but you can watch again after the fact. Um, or you can find the um, episodes uploaded to YouTube uh, a few days afterwards as well. So come and watch us. Join us. What are the names, Jamie? What are the names? Uh, oh, they're all in the description. They're all yeah. in the podcast description uh, because um, I um, I have COVID and I have no brain, but they are in the podcast description. I have been assured. Moore did the recap, so she gets to do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's in shock. Oh, I don't think I deserve to, to be honest. Yeah, that. guys, I'm going to go now because I've got work early in the morning and I, I can't wait for Moore to say like three words. It's just going to keep Whatever you do with your day, week, life, everything, make sure you roll those damn dice. (laughs) The party are rested and levelled up, but for now the future's uncertain. Blue and Rothgon get deep and meaningful. Morn prances round in a turban. The gross boys can't hide their new pimped-up ride. They sell off two of our zombies. Now dwarves have started a fight. We hope that Morn can still buy a onesie. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Come on.